Welcome everyone to the latest edition of Sticks and Kicks. Free agency has begun and is in full swing as teams begin their plans towards the new season. NBA playoffs are beginning to take shape. Coyotes howling back to life. Postseason dreams across the board begin. Take shape or die right now. I am your host, Danny Odona. With me is my round table of sports degenerates here to entertain, inform, and inspire you for the rest of your day. Gentlemen, introduce yourself and talk to the people, starting to the man to my left from Tempe, Arizona, Mr. Jeremy Griffin. Woo, with an opening like that, let's all be honest. Free agency is awesome. I love the moves. I love watching thing, everything happen and watching the Suns grow and perform and just win is something good to see. Second half of the season, free agency started. All the information you need regarding sports in Arizona starts right here. Let me go ahead and kick it over to my man, Lucio. How's it going over there, bro? Ah, Lucio. Yeah, he's a man. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for cheering me on there. Um, no, I'm doing good. I'm just here, you know, just uh, coming in from uh, Gilbert, Arizona, because, you know, I guess we're naming where we're from or where we're coming from. And, yeah, I'm excited. Free agency. Uh, Carolina did some good moves. I know Arizona has made some good moves. And that's pretty much it because I really don't know about Philly or Green Bay. So, yeah. And to my right, introducing the one, the only, Hailing from Wisconsin, Max. Thank you, Lucio. Yes, it is me, <laughs> Max, the one. Um, yes, I hail from Wisconsin, and uh, I'm loving what my Packers are doing. I got to work on an intro. I'm going to do that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I love free agency. I check my phone every day to see what's happening. Unfortunately, my Packers, they made one big sign, and I'm happy about, uh, but we don't do anything. So, it's, it's a depressing every morning, but uh, I'll get over it. Happy to be here. All right, and happy to have all three of you guys right here. And Kenny, big shout out to you. I know you're doing big things up in Colorado. Hope to see you here here on the podcast real, real soon. Uh, just to let everybody here know, this is going to be an NFL-heavy show. Guys, we talked last week about free agency about to start. It was going to officially kick off Wednesday, though Monday teams were allowed to talk to each other, make handshake deals, things like that. And, boy, the first few days, first few, like, first couple of days just exploded with information. We're going to have a lot to talk about over over the next hour and a half, two hours that we got right here. But let's get into other teams in the Valley doing big things. Uh, I want to start off with the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, And to you, Lucio. We've talked about, and it's almost its own segment right here. People are getting absolutely sick of it. So I'll just get this question out of the way. Rick Tockett, is he safe or should he? Should we just move on? Uh, he's not safe. Um, so I have recently was uh, at the pubs, you know, watching the game because, you know, FS wants to be a dick here in Arizona or at least with the streaming services <laughs> so we can't watch the games uh, so i have to resort to my local pubs which is not a bad thing but i'm there and there's a lot of arizona fans that go to the game go watch the games there and uh i i spoke to some of them and we're like hey man what do you think of talk it what do you everyone the same thing there he's out it, that people are just waiting for the season to end waiting for uh, off season postseason whatever and he's out so we've had this conversation on the show a lot of times. Do we, me and you, we both agreed on it. We st- I still, still wait till the end, right? Till the end. Still it's it's the end. to the end. And, and, and to my surprise as well, 
a lot of people have also been calling for OEL's head, which is it's not a surprise, but like in the sense of trading. I understand the trade. Yes, like I, they, I, they 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 want a leader. They want someone else. They want someone to step up and. Tockett is, you know, he's he's too much of a player's coach. He's not doing anything productive with the team. I mean, we won last night, which hat trick to that, you know, that what is his name? Broussard? Broussard. Oh, my God, dude, that guy. First career hat trick. First career hat trick. Boy was killing it out there uh, last night. And But, like, if it wasn't for that, I mean, like, the wheels would have just not been going. We would have been struggling against Anaheim again, but. Right, well, at the beginning of the week, the Wild just had their way with us. Yeah, there's yeah. like there, there was no heart out there. There was no there was no chippiness. There was no real threat to them actually doing anything against the Wild. No. And um, a lot of that, as always, I attribute to coaching. And uh, but yeah, on the ice leadership, if your captain is not the most vocal person, the most you know looked upon person on the field, ice pitch, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. should that person be a captain? Uh, I don't think so. I think as much as I love, I love OEL, and I wish that his, he could have been more productive in the game, um, and he can be more of a productive person in the in the team and can uh, lead. He just can't. He's too quiet. He's too timid. I mean, he just doesn't have that kind of leadership. Not even that quiet kind of leadership. You know, like doesn't have that kind of like persona about him you know someone like chicky might be uh, another step up from that i mean jacob trickham has always been really good at vocaling uh vocalizing his uh his displeasure or his or his concerns and he's a really good he's a veteran that's on the team you know Connor garland has massively stepped up i mean uh nick schultz i mean we, we can go through the whole list i mean kraus and you know fisher some people just to name a few i mean will be better leaders than all right, and uh, I know that a lot. The, the, over the past few weeks, the Coyotes have really been putting an emphasis on trying to retain and have puck possession, trying to tire out the defense, trying to wear them down in order for the few shots that they get to get to be meaningful. But by that same logic, taking less shots, I mean, you're 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 getting outshot almost two to one every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know uh, how Kenny, I, I, I want to ask this to Kenny this week, but Lucy, you've been watching a couple years more than I have. Is that a valid strategy no. to not shoot as much to make these few shots count? No, because what's going on, I mean, when you're peppering the, the, the keepers, when you're peppering the goalies, after a while, it, it does get tiring. I mean, that bo- that puck is coming fast. I mean, and, and even... It, it's like, all right, before you go on, uh, they have a lot of padding, but the puck is so thick and it's going at you so fast. It is like when you go paintballing, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you have padding and everything, those should still hurt, especially if you're getting shot 30, 40 times. Exactly. And it's, and, and, and it's to that same extent that they're being shot at constantly. And you're, like, in a position where you're moving and, and, and exerting energy. It's just the more shots you give, you, you give or, or shoot, the more chances you have a ricochet, a rebound, something yeah. yep. where the other team isn't expecting or the other pl- uh, one of your players can be in there and just tap it in. And we've seen this in multiple hockey games. It's happened to us multiple times, especially last time against ha- Anaheim, the last game where that kid just was at the right spot, just walked up in there, pulled it around the goal, and just said, floop, he said, toe drag, popped it up. And, and that's every, and that's that's in all sports, man. I mean, if you're not taking your shots, if mm-hmm. you're not if you're not yep. going offensively and making a move, then what are you really doing? I mean, I I understand saving your shots, you know, and like going for but in my personal opinion, 
I, it's quantity, man. Quantity. At, at, at this point, I feel like we need to be a little bit greedy with the shots. We just need to shoot. Yeah, I agree. So be I'm like, all right. So who who is the who is the biggest uh, the, the person responsible? Is it the players or is it the coach? It's coach. It's both coaches. Well, there you go. So it's, it's literally both coaches. And OEL doesn't help in the sense that, sure, he might have a little bit of finesse in this, and he does shoot the puck, but he doesn't – he's not aggressive where he's, like, pushing to have the, the, the puck move forward and pushing it forward. I mean, I just hate the way we come off the back line um, when we're doing power plays and stuff. I mean, it just – it looks so atrocious where other, other teams, literally when they're – on our power, when they're in their power play and they come to our side of the our side of the ice, they're like just moving the puck around nice and easy, getting good shots. They pass to someone, someone shoots and misses, and they retain the fucking puck. How do you retain the puck after shooting? So it's, it's it, and we just look like we're confused, like we're just like running around being pressured, and we just don't know what to do when we're on the power play. It's it's ridiculous, and I think that has to do a lot with the coaching. I mean, I feel like Alex Morello is definitely going to make some moves. Uh, at the end of the season one thing i wanted to talk about is the first line that was one thing we got into uh, i believe a couple weeks ago where there was a certain first line that was asked about the team i believe it was a short, the short leash but anyway there was a conversation where we had where your three main offensive starters mm-hmm. your three main guns they weren't on the same line together the strong line is net. This is the other thing too. He moves around players a lot. Like yeah. he he tries to put them in different sets to see what matches. And when something works, he doesn't keep it long term. And that's what I'm asking. That line that we were talking about that is that not being sustained? Is that is that not working? Is that why? Um, I mean, let's be honest about it. The Coyotes aren't staying consistent. Like yeah, they're they're I, in my in my opinion, I believe they're literally they cannot be any more at the 500 mark. They're 13, 13, and 5. Yeah. Five ties, 13 wins. 13. Like, bro, if there's a plateau for the 500 mark. The five ties. Yeah, well. that would literally be the plateau yeah. for the 500 mark and, right there. It, so, like, I mean, what what do they need to do to keep, you know, keep, keep progressing? I mean, I, I honestly think that it's either he doesn't care or he, like, puts it in. And I get the whole, like, put the best player on, you know, that's going to be. On the ice, like put the best player on the first line and stuff like Understandable. that. Understandable, but at the same time, there's certain. So, which each line, there's a certain scheme that each line plays. The last line usually plays like a more, a rough kind of push the puck out. You're, you're trying to you're, yeah the fourth line yeah the fourth line the not, bruisers yeah kind kind the of enforcers. in that way right yeah and then so the first line are more of the the scorers the ones that are trying to be more uh, productive. Well, let's be honest your for, your first line is 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 the best players that you want to have on the floor the scorers you know the, 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 yes the, the fast and and, and and if they fit to the scheme because some players don't fit well in that scheme I, I like I like how you said that uh-huh. some players like they could be not the best yeah. player on the team but the scheme that they're being the put system on fits is him in that fit yeah exactly that person exactly and you. You have to find the right players like on that ice to like play that. together that way. The problem is, is I. it's like if he's switching the scheme up or he still doesn't know who plays well together and what scheme fits what player. And it's like, bud, like pick something, stick to it, because you don't see Sidney Crosby out there with like 17 different forwards. You know, like he's there with the same people that he's been with for years, mocking on one side. I mean, like, why are you sitting here like moving people around crazy? You know what I mean? It's just like. Stick to something, and it'll work. It has to work because you'll they'll eventually get to that point where they're, like, moving the puck without even seeing each other because they know where they're at. So I want to ask you about the uh, the game yesterday. I mean, it would, like you said, it was it was the uh, hat trick. 
But um, there was also two other goals scored. I th- I, th- I mean, how how that um, just how that happen? You know what I'm saying? Like from going to to the games, I'm looking at the scores right now. Zero three on Tuesday from the Wild. Uh, two three in overtime with the Ducks. How do they go ahead and and, and is it just was it luck or? I th- I, I think it's it was. I think it was probably something happened in the locker room with some of the players. Okay. I think some of the players finally either stepped up or literally voiced their dis- this. Well, earlier this week, there was a players-only meeting, right? Yeah, and that's what, that's what I'm saying. I think someone, they might have di- voiced their displeasure on how the team is being lazy or not doing something, whatever the case may be. I, I think that that really, you know, turned on the, the, the fire on some of the players. Uh, and I honestly think it also lit a fire in some of the younger players that like, you know, like don't, don't get a lot of playing time. And they're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just shoot the puck. Like what I got to lose that, you know, uh, Bassard just shot a massive slap shot, just riding in and just like wind it up. Like I was like, man, this guy's just holding like a video game and then bam, <laughs> just slaps the shit out of that motherfucker. And it's like, he ain't going to stop that. I mean, he did, it was going to rebound and then, you know, Somebody was already going into the net. So those are the kind of shots we need to take. I mean, take opportunities. You don't know who's going to deflect. You don't know who's going to do something. And I think that they talked about that. And they think that uh, as much as I love OEL and he's one of my favorite players, yeah. I think he's being edged out because he's not doing a good job as a captain. And to be fair, he kind of was upset the fact that we didn't name him captain the minute Shane Doan left. And it was like, well, you had to earn it. And I think he only earned it because he was the oldest veteran there. And he was the only other person that really seemed like they were to been the right fit for that. And we see how it's going. Danny, what you got? For me, I got that uh, same thing. That that I think that meeting, that those players finally stepping up and, and saying, you know, I'm going to take my shot. You know what? That is the best way to put it. What do you have to lose? They're going to send you back down to play with the Roadrunners? And like, that, that, that that's your case either way. Like the way this, this team is. Is moving forward, but yeah. no, that same energy keeping it a lot for the whole sixty minutes. That is what they needed because that first game against the Ducks, we were up two zero. We were winning. We were controlling that game. So what happened? Let off the gas. It was lazy on defense. Not go- going through actual shifts, trying to get through and make plays. They're just kind of going through the motions, waiting for the game to end. Well, the game doesn't end until the clock ticks zero. Three unanswered goals to lose that game. So somebody better have spoken up in that locker room, and that showed with the amount of emotion and you know just energy that I they mean, played in the second. The game. first period had three goals. Three right? goals, and yeah. I think that that's and a goal, the, they made him switch the goalie. They made him switch the goalie. It, it literally brought in like that's when you know when you have you have someone rattled when you're scoring so much, and it's just like literally three goals. It's usually ten after four where they switch you off, but three goals in the first period is amazing. And I think they went kept with that momentum. I mean, take it. They did the, you know, the Anaheim did step up a little bit on defense the last two periods, but it wasn't enough to contain us. And I think that we have the ability to win. We have the ability to score. I just think that we're not, we're not doing right, man. And, and you know, five games of losing, and then we come into one winning game. I mean, it's it, it makes Arizona fans happy, but it's like don't get too excited yet. But we have to see what the next yeah, game is because you got to remember you're playing the Ducks because I mean the they they, they beat you one of them, and so and then uh, going from the Ducks to one of the best teams in the NHL going oh, against man. the uh, uh, Colorado Avalanche. Bro. So so the same night that I was watching the game where we lost two to three, I w- the the Avalanche game was on against the Wild, the Wild got wrecked and i'm talking like five to one 
well, by the yes, second period. Yesterday they beat them six to zero, and that, and that's what I'm saying. Like they're they're that good to the point that the team that beat us pretty bad got destroyed by that team. So it lets you know where Colorado is in terms of you know just sheer strategies, technique, you know everything. I mean like. The players are playing well together. And, and you can probably see, you can probably go back to games and you can watch the same lineup of first three starters starting for game after game after game. Why? Because when they find the system, it works. We don't have that. Like, I'm always looking, oh, let's see what's what, what our starters are today, you know, like <laughs> on Instagram. I was like, oh. Because you know it's going to be different. It's going to be different today, you know, like, fuck. <laughs> All right. Now, this is just watching over a series of games, and he, we praise this guy every week, and we tell him that he should be the captain. But something about uh, something I've just been noticing over the past few games, he holds on to the puck way too long. Uh, he reminds me of Messi. He's small. He keeps the puck. He keeps it glued to a stick like Messi with the ball to his foot. Goes around players, does little shimmies, does little tricks, but he holds on too long. And. and- so I get what you're saying. I think in hockey, he, he he's trying to have the team move. No, I get that. But other players, whether they do or not, they let it go before they lose it. He loses a lot of pucks because he, does, he doesn't. And he is smaller. But if you notice, you know, Sidney Crosby does a lot of similar things where he's in on the boards and he's shimming back and forth. But Sidney Crosby could hold yeah, up against a six-foot player. I, and I get that. I honestly do. And I, and I do think. But it's also like he's not getting help from his, his teammates. They're not showing up around him. And when they do... It's like right when he's about to lose the puck or he's being knocked down because he is short and he is small. Yeah. He's not as big and he has to work on his beefiness, you know, get a little bit more swole to be able to push off these guys and, and, and kind of show them who's boss. But I'm glad that he's still just trying to do something. Yes, he's holding the puck too long. I'm not going to fault him that because he, he does score. He does assist. He does play every game like it's his last. I feel like he's like a little Island Iverson. You know, just like in there, just doing work, just pushing, just pushing, just go, go, go. You're six feet, you're six feet eight. What? Fuck it. I'm six foot. I'm going to fucking dunk this bitch on you, over you. That sounds more like Michael Jordan than. uh... Well, he did it too. (laughs) He did. Uh, Let's not get carried away with this. All right. So, uh, coming up, uh, they talked about it. Tomorrow, 7 p.m., Coyotes Avalanche. Tuesday, Coyotes Avalanche. Friday, Sharks. Saturday, Sharks. Wednesday, Avalanche. So. I mean, it's a pretty heavy Colorado Avalanche team, and uh, yeah, no, they're good. So it's it's very worrisome. Uh, real quick, those five games I read off record. Go, Danny. I'm not so much about the record, but the amount of points that they can get out of this. So even if we get one or two overtime losses, give me record at least points. you get the points right there. What do you see? What do you got? Uh, record and points. I see them winning two. Losing three, but at least one of them by overtime. So yeah. it'd be it's a two, 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 one, right? Three points. That'd That's be five saying, points. Right? That'd be five points? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you win two points. My bad. Five points. What do you got, Lucio? If they keep this momentum going, I think they could win three games and lose two. Um, and both losses are going to be losses, losses. Ain't going to okay, be overtime. So six, six points. So six points. The thing is, too, I feel like they're going to be, they could be the Avalanche this next game tomorrow because of the momentum they're coming off of. If they stick with that momentum, it can lead into this the second Avalanche game, and that's kind of where we're going to get hit with San Jose. I actually kind of agree with um, with what you're saying. 
I actually I don't know if they're gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go three and two to be optimistic for you guys, and um, I'm going to say one of those losses is overtime. So I'm gonna give them seven points, and I think I agree with you, Lucio. I think they win tomorrow. I think they win tomorrow. All coming off this five two was it five two right five one? Sorry about that, guys. Five one victory hat trick. You know, and uh, two other goals. I I think that momentum they'll be able to ride. That Max, you want to weigh in on this? You want to grab a, give a record? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I agree with you. I think. Uh, well, I think they're going to go two and three. I think they're going to win tomorrow. Uh, I agree with you on the momentum thing, but I, I um, I don't see them going over five hundred. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my my last thing is uh, Lucio. I don't know if you would have this information or not. Do you know of any other player who scored their first career hat trick during this pandemic? So no fans. I don't know. You don't know. Uh, I just I just started like thinking about it because that's a uh, lot, man. With, that's, that's with a this lot. guy, uh, with this guy, just uh, scoring his first his first hat trick. Growing up watching hockey, you see players scoring the hat trick and fans throwing their hats. You know, you basking in that glory. You know, but this you, is my moment. They were away, weren't they? And uh, well, either way, there's no fans. But even if, when they're away, they don't get no hats yeah, thrown. It's, a, it's, it's, it's just the same thing. Like, no, it's not the same oh thing. My because God. if it you was You get away, my point. It's like first hat trick and it's like no one there to see. I want to fight you on it's it. It's like, ah. I want to fight you on it. There was people there at the game in Anaheim, weren't there? I do believe there are some stadiums that are allowing uh, multiple fans. I but, think, hey, uh, one thing I'd like to drop real quick, totally unrelated, but it is sports, so it deserves to be on the show. I've, next UFC fight, full fan attendance. Full fan attendance, like the Dana, whole yeah. Dana Wine don't give a fuck. Yeah, I just, I mean, I, shit. Hey, I'm just maybe it speaks to you know. I mean, there are vaccines out there, and a lot of people are taking them. We have surpassed 100 million marks, so hopefully, uh, I don't know. Hopefully, that means something. But anyway, yeah. yeah, no, I, I mean, I think Anaheim is one of the stadiums that is having fans in there. So right, if he, you if, know that, what? if that, if that was the hat trick in Anaheim. He still would never got hats thrown. Fuck ah, me see, I was for you. trying to have some. Uh, I just said I was helping you. I said if he was, he still wouldn't have got hats thrown. See, I was just saying. <laughs> it just sucks for him. That's it. Like, why to get booed to score your hat? It's like I was gonna say. Uh, hey, you know what glory. though? I, no, I, I would rather get booed. True. Like away, knowing that I like pissed people off, than like you know. Cristiano Ronaldo is all about that. Cristiano Ronaldo loves being booed. That's why he right. says he feels really weird not playing with fans. The fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of like that. I think the best athletes in all sports feel that way. Yeah, that's why it's so cool to be a heel. All right, guys, I <laughs> I, I like that. I think we're good. I want to go ahead and move on. Is that cool? No. All right then, we're gonna go ahead and Fuck move it, on. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and move on. Uh, I know Danny. Has uh, some Phoenix Rising news? Yeah, so I mean, we we keep on we keep on going with this preseason. Uh, we finally scored a goal. I mean, we've been getting a shutout every every preseason Woo! game, so uh, it, it, it's getting there. But uh, Lucio, I'm sure you agree with me. These preseason games with these uh, preseason um, uh, lineups against teams in the MLS, I'm not I'm not worried. Um, the, the as the coach said, it's all about getting this chemistry. It's all about getting them all on the same page because that's how Phoenix Rising plays. They play fast. They play, you know, with a goal in mind, not necessarily, you know, just scoring goals, but, like, they know where they want to go with the ball. So, to do that, they definitely all need to be on the same page. I, I, and seeing that happen uh, little by little more on the field, I think that was, that's just going to translate well. I mean, I really do think – Rick Tockett should take notes from Rick Shantz about 
finding chemistry on the team because I swear to God, man, this guy has like the worst. He has like the best track record of putting the right players together to to score and 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 play properly and have a good chemistry together. And I honestly, these ones are just trying to find out who fits the pieces. I mean, you still got trialees uh, that are sitting there try, uh, doing their trials and seeing if they're going to make the team. And, I mean, these kids are going to play their hearts out. They're going to play uh, strong. I mean, I, I love it when you see those outcast kids that play and they push it and they, they take risk and chances. I'm not a big fan of the, the safe, you know, player. But at the same time, we do need those, you know, consistent, strong, safe players. So I'm not going to get too mad at, at it. But overall, uh, you're right. Rick, you know, he said it earlier. He's like, we need to find the chemistry and He's really good at finding it, so we'll see what he puts on. And, and make sure that he's doing it safely and in terms of conditioning because mm-hmm. you can't just throw someone out there as a, like, play 90 minutes when you've been sitting at home for five months, you know, not training or anything. So uh, he's giving them all, you know, starting at 45 minutes. This week they're going to move on to 50 to 70 minutes, you know, depending on how much they can go. Uh, it's only so much that the body can do. And even if you feel good, you don't know what your limit is until you reach that limit. And uh, professional athletes are just like uh, us. They have their limit. And uh, being off for a few months, that limit is going to go down. So they need to build that up. We do not want a preseason injury. Uh, I don't need to tell you that any sport in the world is uh, can, can just be – thrown off the rails with a preseason injury. Jeremy, you know about that, right? Oh, no, I totally agree. I mean, it it sucks when that happens in preseason because uh, there were high hopes for the season. They were never able – I mean, especially if they look good. I don't know. There was was something going on yesterday. As I was driving by, it's not fully broken down. There's still a little – it's nothing special. It's very obvious that the stadium's not going to be there anymore. It's a couple pieces there that have, you know – you know, rising. There was a soccer game going on over there at the stadium. <laughs> I just want to know, ladies and gentlemen, anybody's listening, anybody, uh, any fans, whatever. I'd appreciate the tweet. <laughs> I'd pretty Instagram. What was going on at the stadium? That's it. I just want to know what was going on at the old stadium. It's probably the Ditos. Maybe you can look online there. <laughs> and find their phone number and, and call them. No, they are very. I mean, Danny. No, wait, wait. What you saying? That there's nothing official. Like, there's not Phoenix Rising stuff. It's just I don't people know that. I don't know that. That's what I'm asking. I don't know if there's people there playing soccer. I don't know what was going on there. I just saw. Oh, we one. definitely want to find out. That's it. I just, <laughs> was it a practice game? What was Maybe going the on? stadium has a phone number that you could. All right. All right. That's it. Hey, not all of us are owners, man. All right? Right, we we can't just we get all, in contact. We, we all just can't call our stadium and call the general manager and just find out what's going on. I'm <laughs> sure they have a <laughs> customer service. Like I said, uh, I was just number. on stadium watching. Uh, yeah, no, I just saw that. So I just said that was, I guess, my tangent. Was that a tangent? Uh, was a little bit of a tangent. All right. Yeah. Hey, that was my tangent. I apologize. <laughs> Go ahead, guys. Proceed. Uh, no, but I mean, that's all I got. So with with the, with the Phoenix Rising preseason is uh, still, still keep on going. And uh, we're going to be. Waiting to see when officially uh, opening day is going to be. But let's go ahead and move on to uh, what was once the hottest team in the NBA. A little bit cooling down right here. But once again, just to get it out of the way, I'm not worried. I know we, uh, we've gone these past two games, two and two, especially that first loss, that ugly loss that we had. Um, but, uh, yeah, these teams, the I judge them on the bounce back game. So after that tough loss, Jeremy... I know you were disappointed with that first game against the Wolves. Uh, we definitely did not bring what we needed to do. But yes or no, it is about the bounce back game the next day. 
I always love the bounce back game, and and it's it's it's. I mean, let's be honest about it. It's all if it's about the seven game series, right? Yes, sir. And you have to understand that uh, if you want to be the best, you want to be, you got to beat teams. But if you're not going to beat them the first day, you're lucky you get a chance to play them again, and you got to do something with that opportunity. Yep. And um, no, I think I think it started. You know, it was it was good to see how we started the week off when we went ahead and beat the Grizzlies. Um, yeah, no, we went ahead and smashed the Grizzlies, 122-99. Um, Danny, would you agree with me that the there was no question? Yeah, that it was control from beginning to end. They, they, the players were doing their job. Defensive, uh, the the defensive assignments were on point. Everyone knew their job and who they were covering. And uh, no, like there was there was never any worry with this yeah. one. The only um, issue I had, ah, yeah, ah. there's always a. But let's be honest about it. We can always improve in an area. And the issue I had, uh, how do you let? Jonas Valanciunas, Danny, you know, you know who's this? This is some random. I mean, let's not. He's not bad. I'm not gonna put any hate on him, but to allow him to score 24 points is un, is not understandable. It's it's not really good. But to allow him to grab 17 rebounds is is beyond beyond pitiful. For the defense, what do you got? I got no defense to that. Um, rebounding historically has been a very, very bad stat for the for the Phoenix Suns, especially on the defensive side. They give up a lot of offensive rebounds, those second-chance points. Uh, DeAndre Aiden started to show how he could be a step in the right direction in that department. When he's on, when he is on, when he is in the zone, he has been getting these double digits rebounding game. Not just talking about like, you know, right across the line with the 10 rebounds or whatever. He is someone who can go up and get 20 on any given night. He has proved that he's just not done it, if that makes sense. He's shown the glimpses. How does that make sense, though? If he's and shown I, that he can do it, but he, that, that's he, he can't I, do it, though. That's why it's, it's one of those things that's hard to explain. Like, you know he can, and you know he, he should. He should be. That, I think, is what pisses off fans uh, the most. I know you definitely have problems with it because he should be that guy. Lucio, do you think he can do it? Do you think he can be, uh, and I, I, I know this is our arch nemesis, but he was one of the most solid. Um, he was a power forward, but he moved to five every once in a while. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and bring him Tim Duncan. He was a solid 20-point, 10-rebound guy every day. De- uh, Lucio. Do you see that from DeAndre Aiden? No. He's not. I don't think he's he's there mentally. I Tim Duncan's a whole No, no, no. Do, do you see him growing into that player? Do you see that for him in his overall career? When we remember DeAndre Aiden, do you see him as a 2010 guy? Yes or no? No. I see him as a bus draft pick, to I, be honest. I don't know about bus, but I totally agree. With the with the negative, Max. What do you got? Do you DeAndre Aiden, twenty and ten? What do you think? I think he has the potential. I don't think. Um, no, I don't. I, I I think he's very talented, but yeah, no, I don't see it. Um, Tim Duncan is a generational talent. You know, um, I don't think 
Aiden is is a generational talent. And I think right, I was and, fair. One second before Danny, I let you go. The reason why I compare him to Tim Duncan, I think it's fair to do that because he's a number one pick. I think it's fair to expect high expectation from fair. not only your first round pick, not only top five, not only top three, but the number one draft pick in the NBA. I think it's fair to expect Hall of Fame expectations. Fair. Danny, go ahead. All right, for for me, I will give you that it's fair to compare him to Tim Duncan based on that, based on he was number one and he all the hype that was around him because um, we all know it was a one-two, you know, toss-up between him and Luca. Everyone was talking about it. And uh, with, the, with the hype that it was going to be uh, um, generational talent, then, yes, I'll agree with, with the comparison. Now, he comes up short in his career – by means of not being that Hall of Fame talent, but can be a 2010 guy, I'll meet you in the middle. I don't, I might not see him in the Hall of Fame. He might not have that career. Now it's going to retire with three rings, you know, not going to maybe do all that. But a 2010 guy, he can be that. Consistently. Yes. But why is he not? It's because there's always, it's it, always something that happens because he, it's, it's not always going to be his fault. <laughs> That that that's Even that's my main my main thing here. My main thing here is just avoiding the talk that Aiden is a bust. That's my what that sounds like what you're trying to do. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Because he is he could still he's still putting up the numbers that we need him to. He is not blowing and breaking records. This is his he third is, year, correct? Yes. In two years. Well, next year. He we're gonna have to next year. Obviously, he stays, and then when that he ears, we're gonna have to decide whether we want to pick up that option. You know, and then if we pick up that option, then then we're gonna have to decide: are we gonna give him that money or not? That's a bit. I mean, right now, and and a year is gonna make a lot of difference. Right now, he is a twenty-two-year-old kid with the with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Yes, what was what? Devin, now, Devin Booker helped has helped him. Chris Paul is changing him right now. But Devin Booker is 24. Give it another year. Devin Booker's 24. Lucio, what would you like to add to this? Is uh how many injuries has Aiden have? None. No, I he's think. not been I don't think he's, he's been never injured. been injured. I don't think he has he got suspended. Um, I don't the first think he's season, right? 25 games for being an idiot. Okay. So honestly. Look, the reason why I think he's a bust is not that he doesn't have potential. He's going to be a bust for us. I bet you anything we move this kid and whoever, where not wherever, but he goes to a good solid team, he's going to grow into it because I feel like there's not a lot of expectation like there is here. For yes him. or no? Carl Anthony Towns for DeAndre Aiden, straight up. One more time. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, mm-hmm. DeAndre Aiden, straight up. Trade? Straight up. I wouldn't be mad at that. Yes or no? I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah. All right. I guess that's a yes. I wouldn't be upset. With it. I mean, I'm not a Phoenix Suns fan by any means, but I wouldn't be upset with that trade. Well, for no, him. I'm just asking. I think yeah, it that's would what be I'm a saying. good yeah. trade. Right. And, and I think only because I think Towns is a little bit more developed. I think that Towns has a little bit more. He said a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah. See? See, as a Suns fan, you know a little bit is by far. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You understand. And, and like I said, I don't dislike DeAndre Aiden. I think he could, like, he could, he could raise into a potential. But for the Phoenix Suns, if he stays here, we give him another contract. I feel like he might not grow. 
into the position and he might not get where he needs to get out of this team. I don't know what he needs because he is he has the physical ability and I've watched him play and he has the talent. You know what I think? Bro, he can literally patent that um well I don't I don't know if you noticed where he's on the side of the basket. He gets that back down. That, that turnaround. That turnaround jumper. Yep. Bro, he can patent that. And he can get that all day. You know what I think it's going to take if if they're going to do something like if he's going to grow or what he needs? He needs to have a rival on the team. He needs to have another person that's going to challenge him for the starting job to push him to be like, look, bro, if you don't want it, shit, I'll take it. I don't give a fuck. So he needs a strong – what I'm you're not, saying, what you're saying he's, he needs a strong number two. Exactly. Or, or – a strong push, like number one potentially, you know. And Danny, someone, how, 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 what position do the Suns need to trade for? They need a center, without a doubt. I guess right. I, I that kind of fits so, what we've so yeah, been if, saying if for a good, while. It's a good center co- coming in here, and uh, this this brings it to what I wanted to ask and you because I know of, you've been wanting to, Drummond. I want him. You know I want. Yeah, him. but the money though. Break that tax break. I don't give a fuck. You'll do it. I'll do it. Because that's the one piece. And You're you willing agree. to do it? You agree that that's the one piece that we need. And it's about winning now. And it's I, about I, winning now. Yes. Wow. Thank you. Oh, look at this. Hey, ladies and, and gentlemen, uh, Max is here. <laughs> Max is in the there building. You, go. you know what? Yeah, I'm willing to do that. Yes, get I'm it. Get him right that. now and put I'm him up. To do Now, it. hang on. But I do want to go back to what you had asked me before because I did not want to let this go. Because you're saying that Devin Booker's 24, 25, 25? 24. 24 years old. Wait, wait, old. wait. Did he turn 25 yet? I don't know when his birthday is. So he's, let's, I'm going to say 24. That's 24. All right. I think he's 25. We'll get that looked up right now. But, uh, but yes, I know where you're going that he's young and he's expected to, to do it like right now, right? He's expected to be a leader on the team. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying look at Devin Booker at 24. He's already established. He should have been an all-star two years ago and everybody knows. At 24? Him. 22. He was an but all-star he, but this But he year. wasn't. But he wasn't. But that's, that's what he should have been. That's what I'm trying to say. He uh-huh. should have been. He's already developed into the type of guy where he's made his name. People know who Devin Booker is. And 24. what year was that on his contract? When he was 24. Was it four? I think it was four. Yeah. He's eight on his third. That's what I'm saying. The year can make a big difference. If you if, if we have we this conversation. Agreed, I thought we had this conversation a couple weeks ago. I thought this was make or break. Yes. No. I, I, yes, it is. But what I'm saying is that. If you want to compare them like career by career, Aiden has not gotten there yet, so let him get another year of maturing. I guess we'll just have to stay tuned. We'll, we'll have to see. That's it. There's nothing but we have to see in the future, you know? Yeah. If he ever learns to keep the fucking ball above his head, he's going to dominate. Well, what happened is what really killed me is when they went against Thursday, they went against the Timberwolves, they went ahead and lost the game 123-119. That's kind of what was your point. Bro, they let two people. Scored 40 points on us. Carl Anthony Towns with 41. Anthony Edwards, the rookie. Hey, um, way to show that this class isn't just nobodies. Because I know that was a lot of people were thinking that LaMelo Ball was the only thing that was worth out this class. Nah. Exactly. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That, that, was, that was a were, lot of people were saying that. A no, lot of people, people were saying that. People were saying, so I don't know where you were hearing your stuff from, but I heard the complete opposite. People were saying, oh, LaMelo's not ready for the NBA, LaMelo this, LaMelo that. And I was, I remember this guy went to the Timberwolves, and I remember they were like, oh, he's, he's, he's going to do real good. And then who went to the, to the, the Bay? Oh, J- uh, James Wiseman. 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 And look at Out of him. Memphis. 
right? He's he's doing okay. He's not doing as good as he he was. He's he's progressing. I've I've seen him play he, a little he bit. He has benefited from the bad basketball of Golden State by being able to get these minutes in. Yeah, but the person who did elevate the the draft class and made everyone look look okay, maybe this draft class making the rest of the players in the draft have to like really show up and and show something. Is Lamelo? I feel like Lamelo's put a big pressure on a lot of players. I mean, he's holding all rookie stats right now with yeah. rebounds, points, and steal, that's what I'm saying. From assists. what I heard, that he was he was the top, but um, nobody was really thinking about Anthony Edwards, mm-hmm. and the, you know what I'm saying. So Anthony Edwards, bro, he went ahead and put in 42 points against us with Towns. Towns put up 41. It was just sad to see them come back from that 17 point deficit. Like it, it just, I don't know what happened, bro. And then you don't want to know what. I mean, Booker did everything good. 35 points. What did Aiden do? Danny, how many boards did Aiden have? I think he had five. That's, they had seven. What is uh, seven boards. How do you have it, seven boards? And, 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 I mean, if, if you really want to show that you're going to be one of the top guys in the NBA, then you need to play better against the top guy in the NBA. And that's where it leads me you know, to the next game where, I mean – Let's be honest about it. There's a lot of things that happened in that game. My personal opinion, the first half of the second game, we played Memphis the very next night. We weren't getting foul calls for anything. I felt like we were getting we were getting trampled, and they were getting uh, pokes. Like, we, you kind of poke that. Oh, foul. They were getting everything until, Danny, go ahead and walk us through the rest. You watched the game, right? Yeah, without a doubt. And, uh... What we were looking at before is that throughout the season, Monty has been looked at as a very level-headed coach, keeps his cool, has everything that, you know, you need to stay calm in a difficult situation. And that second game, he just let it all out. He said, how can this fucking be happening? You have gone on to We can't breathe on these guys without being able to get call fouls. And these guys over here being thrown around like WWE superstars and nothing is happening on this other side. He got his first technical of the year with the Phoenix Suns. And then that's not enough for him. He goes back. He's about to talk to his team, trying to fire up. No, no, I'm going to go back and I'm going to really let him know what's going on because they are fucking over the Suns time and time and time again. Gets the second one, ejected out of the game in the first half of the game. Now, watching the video, we had a conversation. Um, You said that he didn't deserve the two texts back to back because, uh, because, um, you know, it's just like, how do you give somebody two texts out for the same foul? But after watching the video, what do you think? After that, uh, yeah, because like you said, it, it, it had it had fallen, it had it had died right there. You got your say, you cussed them out, whatever it is that you wanted, you complained, you went back. At that point, that argument is over. And then he went and back. Here we go. Man. Walked his happy ass back again. Let him have it one more time. And at that point, it's a whole new game. So, yes, you do get the second one. He got it, got out of the game. The Phoenix Suns woke up. They said, this coach just put his paycheck in there because, you know, he's going to get fined. It's nothing to them, you know, but to us, it's like good several thousand dollars, whatever it may be. He went and put his money on this team because, like, they were getting screwed over. They woke up and they dominated from that point on. Minnesota scratched a little bit. They kind of growled trying to get back in the game. But especially in that fourth quarter, we just shut them down. 
Phoenix Suns played Phoenix Suns basketball and shut down a team that should never have a close game against the Phoenix Suns. They're just not a good team. Their score reflects that. Their record reflects that. And, like, the Phoenix Suns took care of business the way they do. Going on to social media, I was waiting, and I was just, I'm going to call every single person out who posted. What you love to do? We want play. We played better without Monty Williams. We sh- maybe we should get rid of Monty Williams. The Suns played so much better without. No, that was what made the Phoenix Suns light that fire and get back and just dominate this game. And if you were one of those people, get a life, man. Get a goddamn life. Learn about the game because that is what inspired the Phoenix Suns to keep going. All right, I'm not going to go back on that because all of you people that posted that are idiots. That's I just love That's everything just that you just said. Monty Williams, he lit the fire. The team wasn't really there. It was, let's be honest about it, that game was in question. Until Monty Williams got kicked out, after the, second, after the first half, it was kind of like what was going to happen. No, the second half, they came back with fire. And it wasn't necessarily coming from the full team. The bench went ahead and pulled up 42 points. Cameron Payne went off. I mean, Paul put up 20 points. Booker put up 17 points. And that's how you know that the points didn't come from the starting. Because if Booker's not in 30, everybody worries about what's going to happen. But, no, it's not that type worried. of party. Worried. Because now, this season, we've proven that we got a deep bench. I'm telling you, man. And it's Bro, awesome. we got a deep and the, and the bench is looking good, man. So, I'm very happy for uh, Monty Williams. Uh, you know, I'm yeah no I'm very happy for him. I was, I I don't remember what happened, but I believe it was under the basket where, I think um, I uh it was all ball. I I forget what happened, but he was going up for the basket, and I think I want to say it was Jay Crowder, but he got all ball, and and they called a foul, and the ref, not only was in clear view, he was in front of the play. Like when the ball got stripped and it went out of bounds, like it, the ball rolled at its feet. And it was like, how did you not see that play? And, and that why I was so happy to see Monty Williams fight for it. And then he, you know, and I, he got the tech and he was, uh, he grumbled to, he turned back, he was like, you know what? I'm not done. And I loved every second of it, man. Cause after he came out, man, everybody came on fire. Shout out to Willie Green, the assistant coach who, um, He's a young guy, and I was just very happy to see him. To Yeah, no, it's not his first time taking over, and I'm happy for to see him get a win. Very nice. Suns acquired Tory uh, Craig from a super random trade. He's more of a small forward, power forward guy. We got him from Milwaukee. He did some things with Denver in the playoffs last year. I don't know if you remember in the bubble. Yeah. Uh, nothing too memorable though. I mean, it's it's yeah, more of a D and three guy. Yeah. The reason why it bothers me is because he's a small forward. We already have uh, D and three with uh, Crowder and uh, Bridges. So it kind of worries me because it makes me think that Cam uh, Cam Johnson's injury is maybe a little more severe. Or uh, health and safety protocols is more severe than what we think it is. So we'll stay tuned on that. Well, but, one of the things that I read that uh, it's, it may not it sounds a little bit far fetched, but they're classifying it as health and safety part, but it's really hiding an injury that could be, you know, long term. That 
Damn. Uh, so maybe they do. They needed someone to like you know step what? in for a couple weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We'll find out from there. Um, we'll see. He he's not going to play for another two weeks. I don't know if you guys know the health and safety protocols going on. Um, side note that just popped in my head randomly: Blake Griffin is playing his first game for the Brooklyn Nets tonight after being traded. What well, like about two weeks ago? So yep. you the the reason why I bring that up is that's kind of the same time frame that you can expect for Tory Craig to play for the Suns, which I do expect to see him get time. I don't expect to trade him. I do expect to see what he's gonna do. Uh, that's what I got right there, Danny. What you got? But there, I I just think the only thing this makes sense for me is that we had that that little bit of cap space to play with for the rest of the season. If they're done. Acquiring players like if they don't think they can get Drummond or Aldridge, I know we didn't talk a lot about that, but um, if we don't have that, that they're just gonna settle in with the with the cap space. Do somebody a favor, yes, I'll take this contract, you guys, because it was a three team deal. The main point of that deal was to get PJ Tucker to Milwaukee, right? I believe so. Mm. And then so so that was that was the main thing that's going on. Phoenix Suns just kind of got it thrown in there with uh, the, the, uh, with uh, cash considerations, and. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm just hoping that it's that it's nothing secretive, you know, secret injury about Cam Johnson because I like this kid, man. I I I think he brings a lot. He's not always, you know, the most reliable on defense, but he, you know, he can he can shoot up a three from anywhere. Score. And, and, and you know, he's not afraid to fight for the board. I think that's or why, or go into the basket. Like that's yeah. why he plays a power forward. Yeah, and, he's and not and afraid to do that. So we'll find out. My last question to you on this week. After speaking, especially after seeing Edwards go and like have multiple dunks in that game, he had a fantastic game. Have you ever seen DeAndre Ayton dunk with one hand? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Was it just a under little, the basket? Under yeah, the basket. Okay, under, under the, the basket. Like you never but seen you know, him like throw the, down a tomahawk or no, anything? No, no. But one of them was like, a, 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 like he got the rebound and a, a devastating, like, ah, this is like, I'm here. You yeah, know what I'm saying? But, like, it was Where is that? Like, that's what I want, and I know he can do it because, like, you just said it. You've just told seen you, it. I've seen it. You've seen I watched it. I watched my own eyes. And but that's why you don't understand why I'm so pissed off about it because I know he can do it. But if you're not going to give me that effort every single game, I don't want you on my team. And we're going to find out today when we go ahead and play the Lakers. The Lakers, um, I'm going to go ahead and call it. I'll say we win this game. Yep. I'll go ahead and say that. We play the Lakers today. Sunday, 7 p.m., unfortunately. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, he is one of the greatest players. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, but unfortunately, he won't be playing tonight. LeBron James will be sidelined with a high ankle sprain. Estimated time for that is going to be six to eight weeks. No Anthony Davis. At Danny, you, got you expect us to win games like that. And this is why I told you, um, I, I actually texted Danny the other day when we lost, and I told him, I said, you expect to win games like this. And we lost that game. And I told him, I was like, we need to talk. That's what I meant by we need to talk. We ex you expect to win games like this, and you see why yep. I still have a little bit of my doubts. Because we have not established ourselves as people who are solidified to win those games. Well, are we going to win tonight? I just called that. I lock so, it in. So, so you lock it in. Right. I'm calling. So this you one. do believe in it, then? That's no, what I'm saying. No, 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 no. But I'm calling this one. I don't believe because it every you time. believe. I, 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 you want no. That, that, that that's what it is. We're talking about believing winnable games are winnable. The Pacers game was a winnable game, and I didn't believe we were going to win that game, and we didn't win that game. 
All right. All right. There we go. I like it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of LeBron James, we're going to go ahead and move on. I don't want to shit on my boy because he's my boy. Final thought on the NBA Suns. I apologize, Danny. Like you said, we're taking care of the business tonight. No LeBron, no Anthony Davis. They're going to pester us in the playoffs. But as far as regular season goes, the Lakers are in for a rocky road. They're obviously still going to get in, and they're obviously going to go in at full strength for the playoffs. Some Something about Hollywood just makes that movie magic. Lucio, uh, the Suns win tonight against the Lakers. No LeBron, no Davis. Yes or no? Yeah. LeBron Brames needs to sit on his, <laughs> you know, sit on his little high horse over there and just watch the game and watch his Lakers lose. Max, Suns win tonight. Yes or no? Yeah, I think they do. Absolutely. I think they can. I think they do. Um John Brames is a force. <laughs> Anthony Davis is a force, and it's and it's and it's the face of the Lakers. It's it's their, you know, strength. And uh, yeah, I think they win. All right, I take that. I think the Suns win as well. Yeah. Speaking of LeBron James, <laughs> LeBron James. LeBron James. Uh, he LeBron actually. LeBron James. Yeah, no. Speaking of, uh, about LeBron James, he's actually become a uh, part owner of the Boston Red Sox. I totally agree with those booze. Uh, okay, well, I mean, hey, uh, money, I believe, is why. I don't really know the answer, but why? Um, I mean, it's not like he needs. He's the gonna money. be there, so yeah, no, LeBron James. Good luck with I, that deal. The uh, my thing about that, you guys could correct me if I'm wrong. For me, it came out of left field because does LeBron have any kind of <laughs> northeastern ties? Just no, he's Ohio. Just. But uh, way up in Boston? That's Midwest. Not that, not that anybody yes, knows. Yes, he does. He does, actually. So Liverpool is owned by like the, the, the Boston franchise kind yeah, of thing yeah. like that. He owns part of Liverpool. He does own part of Liverpool. So because he owns part of Liverpool, he knows people from oh, okay. Boston and all that stuff. So that's why. I, I, I didn't so see So there's the circle. I there it is. Oh, no. LeBron, and, and let's be connection. honest about it. I mean, he's in Cleveland, Ohio. I mean, it's really not that far from Boston. But it's pretty it's Midwest. Far. Yeah. No, it's Isn't not it? pretty far. No, I mean, Ohio is still Midwest, yeah. I think. It's still Midwest, yeah. Yeah, I, we got a couple I, I, I say, It's right under Michigan and right next to Indiana, right? I don't know. I went to public school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, LeBron, good luck with that. A nice little news down before we get into our NFL. We knew it. We said it's going to be an NFL uh Heavy show, so we're trying to get all this out the way. We got two more. One thing we're not going to touch on a lot, but I definitely want to uh, hear oohs and ahs and uh, reactions. Cubs minor league player busted as he was going into the game with a bag full of meth and oh. oxycodone. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, what? if you have not seen the picture, we will post it on Instagram. There's a picture? Bro. Lucio, Bro. shout out to Instagram, please. Sticks.kicks on Instagram. And we will go ahead and post that picture. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you not have seen this sports bag, you know that's, Bro, this that's man. Funny. He's part of the mafia. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you need to explain it. I'm going to say it's baseball, so I'm going to say it's cartel. Cartel. <laughs> I'm gonna say cartel. Cartel. I'm I'm going mafia. Mafia runs deep inside Chicago. We know this. Ooh. I want to say I agree with Lucio. All right. Yeah. I think that they're all like, we got better meth than you, Mexico, and just like dropping <laughs> <Nah>. up. <laughs> so, Look. 
<laughs> Let's not talk about that this was a minor league. <laughs> Let's not talk about the uh, baseball aspect of it. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, you, you guys definitely don't know this kid. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, holy shit, guys. What the fuck? Uh, it's crazy, man. You know, you know, one of the things that I thought of is, uh, like, if you think about a business point of view, this kid travels a lot. You're going to see him go to a lot of states. So. Not I anymore. Mean, just, uh, <laughs> Not anymore. If, if you're thinking about expanding your markets, you know, we want to get new kind of uh, distribution now. Hey, 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 hey. So what you're saying is, I like where your hair's at, kid. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go ahead and move on from that story. Last news dump. NFL. They went ahead and signed a new deal that starts in 2023, $110 billion. I love it. I love it. You want to know why, guys? Why? It went ahead and uh, they added a lot of games. ABC, I believe, will be back. CBS will still have their games. Fox will have their games. You know what they changed? Thursday night footballs will move to exclusively to Amazon, Amazon. fucking Prime. And, hey, don't get me I wrong. It has nothing against Amazon Prime. I, that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. That's my initial I reaction. I do think that's kind of some Amazon exclusivity. Yo, here, here. I do. Then why are you worried about it? I'm not worried about oh, it. I still think it's some bullshit, though. I've had this conversation. I well, also hey, have Prime. You wonder why? What about the people who don't have Prime? <laughs> exactly. It's about the people who You're don't better, have Prime. First of all, the good thing about Amazon Prime, it's like $11 per month. And if you just buy it for the first four months of the, of, of the season, you get the majority of your games on Thursday nights. First of all, we will not plug Amazon Prime on this show. They <laughs> are not paying t- us, so no, they yeah, charge yeah. eighty bucks for everything, and no, I don't, I don't know, eighty bucks. I, after seeing, after seeing all of this, uh, my thing was, bro, if there's one game to miss it during the week, it's the Thursday night game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, what if they start making them good? Uh, what if they? What if it's like that? That's what they say they've been doing. I, I don't trust them enough to actually pick good games well i miss both monday and thursday night games i really don't watch them because i get home and last thing i want to do is watch a game kind of yeah, i don't feel bad that okay so then this isn't for you it feels bad for me <laughs> i watch i watch I football watch on mondays and thursdays every day i try that it's on i'd like to try there's See, every day that and it's you can on. watch it on amazon prime uh, i don't but like it, how it's exclusively it, on amazon it, prime. It, it's just maybe me. for the people who uh don't have Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, no, I feel I, I think it's bullshit. That that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, apparently, I'm not gonna lie. I think all four of us have Amazon Prime in this room, so I don't. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> shit. There's that. Um, that's all I got. Got to watch the boys somewhere. <laughs> that's all I got. And all ladies right, and gentlemen, so. that leads us into the main focus of the day. The kicks part of the portion. NFL free agency is here. And man, has it been wild. Mm. We will not support them either. They don't pay us. We're canceled. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the right time. Like like I said earlier, when we talked about this last week, it's like, you know what? This shit is starting up. uh, On Wednesday, we got uh, NFL free agency starting. And uh, so we got, we're a couple days away. Like, no, they did not wait. 
Monday, as soon as they said you could start making your deals, you know, start talking to people without having any kind of a kind of interference, you know, interfering with with players, their contracts and everything going on. Bro, it just fucking exploded deal after deal after deal. And I think the one that made the biggest splash, like that made the most moves, most headlines in on the first day on Monday was the Patriots, right? Bro, the they oh, just yeah. went off. Oh, the two hundred million dollars oh. worth of moves. But the Patriots, I mean, Belichick has been it's this has been like ten years of free agency money that he hasn't spent. All, all, all the times he's traded a sixth round pick for <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, they had a ton of money and they had a ton of players coming back that didn't play the bro, the Patriots are gonna be scary. Yeah, they're they're pretty loaded now. Yeah, Irene is super excited. And if for those who don't know who Irene is, who haven't been part of the show for a long time, Irene is my girlfriend and she has been a long time Patriots fan. And she was very excited for what you know, she calls him Daddy Bill. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure I you come to terms. Too. with it. You yeah. Know, yeah. yeah, that's, that's understandable, that. right? Like that, <laughs> and that she caught like when she says like, "Yeah, my boyfriend," and everyone thinks of me. She's like, "No, my real boyfriend, Julian Edelman." I was like, God. "Again, understandable." So, yeah. so I mean, Ju- so, yeah. Julian, if there's one man that that your woman can do that with, um, it'll what do they call that? Uh, the hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> the, hall, the hall pass. Shit. Yes. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to say anything. <laughs> I plead the fifth on that one. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know. She's going to take this recording. You said it. <laughs> you said it. Love, I could do this. I said I plead the fifth. That means I'm neither innocent or guilty. That just means I'm not going to incriminate myself. That just Damn. means you have something to hide, but we don't know, <laughs> we don't know what it is. But, yeah. No, uh, they're like they're they're uh, the Patriots. They're definitely loading up, and so uh, it's gonna be a good squad right here. A lot of first uh, first day uh, deals being done. Well, I'm I'm gonna start here with uh, Max. How have your uh, backers been doing on this on this first week? Well, I'm I'm very happy with the uh, Aaron Jones signing. Um, that's that's one big thing I think we needed. Um, but the Packers historically have not been big free agency, uh, um, a big free agency team. And uh, you know we went all in uh, with uh, Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith, and uh, that that year we we drafted or uh, signed the uh, those great defensive players. But um, yeah, the Packers have not made any moves. Um, I would like to say, I think on the last show that I was on, I said that uh, we needed a wide receiver. I don't think we need one anymore. I think we've got um, the players that have the potential to make that leap to become those number two, number one um, um, people. So right now you have, uh, obviously, the great uh, Devontae Adams, which has been killing it. And, no, that's definitely your top guy. You have um top three wide receiver in the NFL. Which is, uh, I, I, I don't know his full name. Is it uh, Anthony Lazard? Is that correct or am I wrong? Allen. Allen. I apologize. And Alan. then uh, you have a, a Scantling. Mark Marquez Valdez Scantling. Yeah. And, and you're telling me those three? Um, you believe in that that core? You believe that is your your core going forward? I think the Packers believe that is the core, and and I you agree. agree. I agree. okay. Yeah. All right. I like it. Yeah. I I, I honestly um. I kind of want to jump in with that as well. I think you're right. I think you're right with those three. Uh, those three guys who played very well, and um, with Tunyon mm-hmm. making his uh, emergence last year. Mm-hmm. With uh, he, he's not your only uh, tight end though, right? You have um, 
We have uh, Mercedes Lewis. All right, Mercedes Lewis. And uh, unfortunately, you did go ahead and lose Jamal Williams. We did. He yeah. did leave. Uh, Which I, I, I'm very sad about that. I think okay, he's a so this great is what, personality. Bro, he went to the Lions. I believe it was a two-year, $5 million contract. Yeah. Would you have been willing to pay him more? I think it was $2.5 million, actually. Would you have been willing to pay him more? Uh, no, no, the Packers couldn't afford it. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. We're, we're still trying to get under the, the cap limit. Oh, okay. You're at, you're in the, you're in that area too. Yeah. We're, we're restructuring. Uh, we're trying to restructure as many people okay. as we can. So, uh, but what was the uh, one move you made? I apologize. Uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron signed Aaron Jones. Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. That was great fucking move. Great. Yeah. I, Would I, you I like to that. make any other free agency moves or do you see, um, the Packers just strictly draft. Um, what would I? Would yeah, I so like this is this is just per. This is you're, yeah. obviously you're an owner, so yes. But um, no, you as a Packers fan, well, um, do you see the Packers making any more free agency moves, or would you like to? Would you do you see them just going through the draft? Honestly, what I'd like to see is another free agency pickup um um i'd like i i my my hope is that we pick up uh, another uh number one corner and uh i i was sad that uh the broncos signed uh kyle fuller i thought he would have made it no great. wait what yeah. Yeah. when did this happen when did this happen yesterday yesterday yeah get out of here yeah yeah, yeah. I was hoping we take because the the NFC North is very incestuous. Oh, that hurt! Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which speaks to the Jamal Williams signing. Um, but uh, <laughs> you come from. <laughs> I'll give you that. That was one of the best lines that we've ever had on the show. <laughs> I will give you that. I'm Jeremy's happy to still dying. I'm happy. To I, I wish we had a camera on this guy. And he's dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah no are you okay bro we need a uh okay all right medic we need, we need these uh those uh those uh resuscitators oh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen jeremy yeah. griffin has died oh, so yeah you guys what you're saying is you guys swap players with the conference all the time i, I, I think the nfc north is the most incestuous of all uh the uh conf- uh Nah, you just made it weird saying uh, it the second time, though. Yeah, just made it weird. But anyway, so, yeah, no, so, yeah, you obviously got Jamal Williams moving to the Lions. That was smart, keeping Aaron Jones. Um, I'm sorry, um, the move you want to see is a top cornerback. Casey Hayward is out there right now. What do you think about that name? I love that name. He used to be a Packer, and uh, I would love I would love him to come back. I, and, and the Packers have are, – are, have made more than a couple uh, re-signing. You know, they've they've brought players back like Tremont Williams. Um, I can't think of any others on top of my head, but but there there, there have been several re-signing. You know, no, uh, that's homecomings. Homecomings. Home awesome. home Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So um, we look forward to see what the Packers do and going forward. Let's go ahead and move on to the uh, Carolina Panthers, man. Carolina Panthers made some... Wipe uh, that smug look off your face. Why? Ah. What's wrong with the face? Bro, get, 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 he bro. can't be happy. Bro, look, bro. You know what's funny? You know what's funny is 
Um, one one specific signing I want to talk about is because we actually talked about it, and you didn't you didn't necessarily say it, but like I remember you saying this. You was like, "Nah, I like Dan Arnold, man. He's a good tight bro, end. This guy is bro, good." Bro, that was what I was gonna end with. But since you brought it up, I'm gonna start with. That I one. love. Yeah. I remember. That's, I remember that was one of we our had last a conversation bro. about. I'm it. so happy. And you went ahead and grabbed Dan Arnold because Dan Arnold. Go ahead and go through your pick. He looks like a tongue. He. he lo- <sighs> I mean, he's been in the league longer, I think. But, but you know what, though he's he's a, he's a he's a tight he's a, he's a he's a wide receiver. He's a wide receiver, but he is he is great at route running, and man, is does he find himself open all the time? When I watch the Cardinals play, the very few times, um, <laughs> I would see you know he would he would get open constantly. It's like, bro, why aren't they passing the ball more often? And when they did, he was almost. For sure, catching that ball and taking that few, you know, runs after uh, after catch, and you know, I was like, man, this guy, this guy's beast. When we got him, bro, I was upset about losing Samuel Curtis because mm. I fucking that guy. Samuel Curtis went ahead and went did. to the uh, Wash uh, Curtis Samuel actually. Curtis Samuel, he yeah. went to the uh, Washington he football went with team. Rivera. You know, yeah. he went with the coach he knew, but he. So when we lost him, I was a little disappointed. And then we got Dan Arnold, even though we did get David Moore as well. So David Moore, uh, we have another Moore. I don't know if they're related. I'm pretty sure they're not. But um, he's another good receiver. I'm pretty pretty excited for our three receivers plus this tight end now. Because now, you know, Teddy Shitwater has, uh, he has, um, he has weapons now. You know, Teddy Shitwater finally is going to have weapons because with David Moore, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, you know, Dan Arnold, Christian McCaffrey coming back, we literally got two offensive linemen, which we needed to protect Teddy Shitwater, you know, and then... Bro, he's going to do good things. I really think he will. He's going to do good things now because we had to fucking protect him and give him so much shit because like, oh, you can't do with this. Will you make the playoffs this year? Yes or no? Uh no, look, I wow. love my team, and it's because of my realism of Teddy. The chemistry. It's because of Teddy. It is because of Teddy. Okay, I, that had nothing to do with and the coach. This, it's not because and, of the coach. And with a full, fully healthy. Yes, Christian McCaffrey. There's so look, look. This is my it's thing. One of the greatest with running Teddy, backs with Teddy Bridgewater. One of the greatest white no, running backs. <laughs> With Teddy I Bridgewater, will throw no. race out there just look, for that because he's my point, fucking amazing. My point with this, I don't like Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is a quarterback for us. The draft is where we're getting our quarterback. We got two prospects still. There's, two, there's still a possibility of us getting Zach Wilson. You think the Panthers are going to draft a quarterback? Yeah. They're going to draft either Zach Wilson or uh, Trey... Was it? Who was it? Give me one second. And oh, Trey, yeah. Trey Lance. Yeah. And I saw Trey Lance, bro... This guy, if if we get Trey Lance or Zach Wilson, I will jump for the moon. Trey because, Lance was way underrated. Yeah, both both Zach and Trey Lance were both underrated. I feel like Trevor Lawrence is sure he's a great quarterback, but Trey Lance washed him. Well, I think Urban Meyer said that uh, um, Trevor Lawrence can do it all. Trevor Lawrence can do it all, except for be Trey Lance in uh <laughs> Trey Lance and, is a lot shorter. Yeah, so. <laughs> but he beat them, and they went to the finals, and they they beat Clemson to get there. So that that's what I'm saying. Like I I'm I'm pretty sure that he is super underrated. He got six touchdowns against Clemson. 
It was ridiculous. I was I was super wow. excited to see some of the highlights from him. I'm really excited if we get Trey Lance or if we get Zach Wilson. I think Zach Wilson's a good quarterback. I think he's a very like just in the pocket kind of really good reading and finding players and, and, and just seeing the field. So I'm really excited to see everything we got. We got a cornerback that but, we But needed. this is for Later on, right? Not this next season. No, no, no. Not this, this season. Teddy, Teddy is Shipwater is going to prove to us that he's not good enough to play for the Panthers. <laughs> wow. and we're going to let him go. And we're going to, you know, he's going to show up and be a backup to another quarter. Or you know what? We might just keep him as a backup to let him know. It's like, look, look at this rookie. He's coming up. He's going to take your spot. That's how much you suck, Teddy Two Gloves. All right. What about He would um, be the perfect backup, though. I, I understand. Um. It, it's possible that he, I mean, who were your receivers besides Curtis Samuel last year? DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. All right, well, you guys went ahead and, um, you Plus know. Lost 1,000 yards each. <laughs> <laughs> Seahawks, David Moore. What do you think about the sign? I'm excited for him because that's uh, he's not like a top. He's not like a receiver that needs a lot of attention like that. You know what I mean? Like uh, like uh, Juju Smith where he wants to be a number one. Did you just say that both your receivers had 1,000 yards last season? Yeah, 1,000 plus. And and who threw the ball to them? Teddy Shitwater. But could he throw the short passes to win the games? Could he throw? Could, could he ha- could he throw the balls in critical situations? So you're giving your receivers credit for a, a thousand yards apiece, but you're not giving any credit to the no quarterback. I don't like the quarterback. The quarterback was a mistake. We paid him too much money for a decent arm, and yeah, where they scored touchdowns. So you you admit that he has a decent arm, decent. What don't good. you like about him? I don't like him. I don't like he's not. No, a, no. What what don't you like? I don't about like him? that he was overhyped. Is is it is it his decision making? Is it his playmaking? Is, 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 is it his pocket presence? What it's the don't de- you like about it's the decision making? I don't like Teddy Bridgewater because he's inconsistent in third down conversions. So he doesn't he doesn't get third downs. Properly, meaning that he does, he can't convert, right? He folds under pressure, meaning that he can't find the right receivers, and he overthrows or underthrows players all the time to the point where you got players making miraculous catches, which is, yes, it's great. And, yes, I love the fact that, you know, Robbie Anderson can make a diving catch, you know, to get the, to get the terrible toss that was thrown by Teddy Bridgewater. But Teddy Bridgewater to me, is not the right quarterback for Carolina. I think he was a necessity, which not really necessity because we should have just stayed with Cam, but he was a necessity for Carolina after they let go of Cam when they signed him because they also let go of Alex Smith, who went to went to go play with uh, the team. You wanted team. to keep Cam? If you- oh, yeah, dude, I love Cam. Cam should have never left Carolina. It was, right. it was all Tepper and Matt Rule. They won a new system. Same thing with... Uh, uh, Brady, who, you know, wanted new players. They wanted new people. They wanted their people. Brady knew him from LSU when he coached there, uh, when he coached Teddy there. And he's like, oh, I'm good with friends with Teddy. Let's get Teddy. Fucking sucks. And I'm going to say, that, like, I know people think it's weird that I talk shit about my quarterback, and that's fine. But you guys don't have to. You guys, I hate when I see you guys talk about how, oh, Teddy Bridgewater has this or Teddy Bridgewater has that. He's not on your fucking team. Leave it a fucking alone. If I say he fucking sucks and the media agrees with me in Carolina and everybody in Carolina agrees with me, then shut the fuck up because they agree Whoa. with me. So I can't comment because I don't root for them? You can, but I just don't care. 
<laughs> I'm right. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. I, I'm just what I'm saying when I say. I don't that, know. I, what, what do you mean exactly? So when I'm that, so, so it's like when I when, like if I'm saying my team sucks, I'm not saying it just because I'm hating on Tidgewater to hate on him. You know, Shitwater has done things to show Carolina that he's not a good enough fit for Carolina, and Carolinans both South and North agree with me. <laughs> Well, let's go see. Let's let's see how those uh, moves worked out. You guys made some moves. Um, you actually, before everything started, you went ahead and increased your cap to twenty eight point five mil. We restructured McCaffrey's. Yeah, and not only that, but you released them guys. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, release, you know, you released a uh, Kawan Short. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think uh, Stephen uh, Weatherly was one of them. Yeah. Trey Boston. Oh, that one hurt. Mike. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Trey Boston's. He's. A, I remember Trey Boston. He's actually a. So- he's not like top, but he's solid. He's yeah. a solid backup and man. And he is such. He is such so infectious. Right. In the locker room. Right. Oh, he's, 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 he's. Hey, you know what? Trey Boston is is a player. I. I I if the Packers signed him, I I would be very happy. So you know what we went ahead and went this uh the Packers we went ahead and went into the uh, Panthers. Yeah, so let's go ahead and get into my Eagles real quick. I mean, there wasn't really much that um went on with us. I mean, just like the Packers, we kind of we kind of didn't make some moves either. We did a lot of restructuring. We had uh Brandon Graham. We extended him, which is I mean, it's a I, I'm so happy to have him. It's kind of going to the realization in my head, unfortunately, that I am going to lose Zach Ertz. And I know a lot of guys, I don't know what you guys think, but in my personal opinion, fuck everybody. Zach Ertz is one of the top three tight ends in the NFL. There's no question about that. I agree. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean. I do not disagree. Okay. Um, You can go ahead. Thank you. Oh, That's it. Hey, I'm not gonna, ah, you I would, I would never not refuse to disrupt a non. Ah, shit. Yeah, no, he. Fuck. He, ah, I almost had it. Good. Tr- try it again, Benny. No, I rebuttal that dispute. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm not gonna. I mean, I, I, I want to go ahead and uh, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, and um, and you know, uh, Zach Ertz, and in, in no kind of order. I think those are the top three. The, the, that's what you want. You want a running guy. You want a blocking guy, catching guy. I think you, that's the order. <laughs> that's, yeah, you I, think that's I, the I order. Think that's the order. <laughs> Is that it? One, two, three. I'd agree with that order. Would you agree with that? All right. Even though Zach Ertz own, owns the uh, record for most catches in a season by a tight end, we'll go ahead and uh, go with that <laughs> order. I guess. Um, yeah. No. Signing, re-signing Brandon Graham to extension kind of just makes me realize that he's uh, Zach Ertz isn't going to be here anymore. He's a tight end. He's going to be a great tight end. Um, I don't really know what's going to happen with him. He has one more season with us. Maybe they can restructure him too. No, he wants his money. He's kicked the can down. He is, you know what? Hey, he you is know what? worth the money, and that, and that's kind of what I agree with, Danny. I mean, it's not afraid to ask anything because I know we want him here, but I don't know he's going to be expensive. And with the fuck up that we just had with the Jalen Hurts, uh, Carson Wentz debacle, we put ourselves in a shitty situation. But it's okay because we were still able to grab a safety. I don't know if you guys heard of him. I love him. I know Max knows this guy because he's fucking pissing you off. Uh, the Eagles grabbed Anthony Harris. Safety from the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. Um, he's good. 
I like him. He's a solid player. Fantastic. I, I yeah, I kind of think we got like I mean, if we were playing Madden, I think we got like an eighty nine, like an eighty nine overall, ninety maybe. At least you don't have to play him twice a year. Ah, <laughs> yeah. So hey, you're welcome. Yeah. You're yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thank uh, you. No, I'm very happy to have that guy. We went ahead and also grabbed uh, Hassan Ridgeway. He was one of our defensive tackles. He's uh, nothing glamorous, but he gets the job done. He's a he's one of those hard nosed guys that you don't talk about, but I'm talking about him because I'm happy to have him. I'm happy to bring him back to the team. So it looks like a lot of the moves we're gonna make when it comes to cornerback is it looks like we're gonna go ahead and have to uh, go through a draft. That's what it's looking like. I still want Casey Hayward. That's the guy I want. I didn't know he was a Packer, but I know he was a Charger right now, and that's where he got released from. So that's kind of the guy I want to go for. Lucio, did you have some thoughts? Uh, Yeah, I mean, the draft is going to be a, a good one this year. I think there's going to be – I mean, it's not going to be a close draft like it was last time. I think it's going to be a, be a good one. I think we're going to be able to have some players at some uh, at the at the place. Uh, I think it's going to be a really exciting one for a lot of us. I think we might get players that we've been wanting or might get, you know, things that we want this year. I know I definitely am looking forward to copying the quarterback uh, to replace my quarterback. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. Other than that, I mean, there's other topics, but, you know, unfortunately I have to go, you guys. So, that is the unfortunate situation here. So, <laughs> not go for good, just go. Like right now, because I have final thought, baby. Brian. Prior, uh, hey, 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 baby, hey. hey, hey, go ahead, give me your final thought. Um, final on everything thought. NHL, okay. MLB, NBA, what do you got? Final thought, final thoughts. Uh, I think, ladies and gentlemen, he has a man bun, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, the Coyotes are. Gonna quickly once the season is over, once we know it's gonna be over, they're gonna definitely be looking for new uh, coaches, and they're probably gonna start looking early. Um, uh, for the NBA, uh, I mean the Suns, I mean they're doing their thing. They're definitely gonna beat the Lakers t- uh, tomorrow or today, whenever they play. Um, and then football, I honestly think that the hottest quarterback is probably not gonna get signed this year. And I'm gonna leave you to that discussion later. One question before you leave, um, I'm gonna probably ask. I think, hey, I'm gonna try. And if I don't remember, try to remind me. I want to ask you guys every week, what do you think your team's record is gonna be? I got you. And we're gonna start today. I got you. What's your record? Uh, we're gonna go. And mind you, mind you, there's an extra game. So we're playing 17 games this season. We're going Wait, nine. Yeah, the, the NFL it hasn't been approved. Hasn't been approved. I don't know. Danny has. Oh, it's still. It's, it's still up in the air. But I I think it's gonna it's happen. Leaning toward. I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. Right. Um, I think it's gonna happen. I'm gonna go nine and eight, and if we don't, nine and seven. All right, nine and eight, nine and seven. I like it. Playoffs, yes or no? If. The fucking <laughs> NFC South sucks ass. Yeah, they they did add the extra wild card, so that's definitely happening. Okay, then that's maybe. definitely there's happening. a potential if they do add it like that. There might be a big potential, but at the same time, we got we got the Buccaneers and the Saints. But the Saints are going to be trash this year. Thank you, Drew Brees, for fucking finally retiring. <laughs> and yeah, and I'm not too worried about the Falcons. The Falcons never do shit. So uh, other than that, yeah, I do think they're going to make the playoffs, and uh, I'm good to go. If I, that's the case. 
Um, hey, thank you for coming, uh, Danny. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lucio. I know you got to take off. Uh, we thank you once again. Give them your social media before you go. People can let you know where they can follow you. Uh, you can follow me at mlucio on Twitter, um, kinglucio10 on Instagram, and I don't do Facebook. So, All right. That was Lucio. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week, brother. All right. So we're going to go ahead and- uh, Big man, bud, Lucio, <laughs> Facebook.com. We'll go ahead, go ahead and continue, cause let's go ahead and, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you want to keep going, right? Hell yeah! Like, well, one of the things that you and I were talking about before is that uh, Steve Kahn was getting very criticized after day one, midway through day two. He's like, hey, are we doing anything? Like, all these players, all these teams are making big moves. Like, is Steve Kahn awake? What's going on? And they start shitting on him on social media, and then he's just like. We'll open his eyes like they were lit up like they were he was up in the air meditating like let's do this and he started making deals he started making moves and the cardinals they're on the move right now they look like a scary team well it's funny because they thought that the only move that they were going to make was uh i don't know this one guy some i don't know he, he played football once or twice name was J.J. Watt. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He was around, you know. Yeah, you know and, uh, yeah they made sure that they were going to go ahead and bring him to the team. Um, a couple moves later, I'm going to go ahead and jump forward while I find the other moves in between. But um, there was this guy that they wanted. I personally liked the move. I don't know how you feel about the move. But they needed a number two. They needed to have a number two for a wide receiver. Christian Kirk is not a number two. He is going to be a great slot player. And I think this guy, barring injury, playing well, A.J. Green is going to be a great Cardinal, which he did sign. I believe it was a two-year deal. Was it two? You got the computer, man. I will, I will find it. I will find I will find the deal. But uh, what do you think about the signing? The signing of AJ Green was like people like definitely opened their eyes. Holy shit! Look what Steve Kahn just did. Brings in this veteran receiver, someone who was proven, someone who knows how to handle the game, how to score goals, how to goals, how to yeah. score, how to score touchdowns, how to make those big time catches, and has personality. Like that's something that uh, D Hop brought to the to the squad when he when he came in. Uh, he was out there. You could hear him. He's talking. He's talking shit. He's raising up his players. He's, you know, hyping everybody up. And now you got someone else who's going to go at least six rounds this week in this NFC West. Uh, uh, and uh, against Jalen Ramsey, we're going we're gonna to see some good rematches there. Pay-per-view style fight. So make sure you guys tune in. Uh, we got character. We got swagger. And, yes, before anyone asks, because we get into it, the guy that I want at the helm right now. And I'll, I'll give him full confidence this year because I'm we're all in. We are all in, and we're going to bet it all, and this guy's our coach. Cliff Kingsbury, he has that 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 charisma-style coaching mentality. Maybe not the best on the field, but can bring the best out of all these veterans who have come in. So I am super excited about this A.J. Green deal. I like it. I like it a lot, man. Um, go ahead, Max. What you got? You live in the Valley. You need to see the Cardinals. A.J. Green, what do you think? Yeah, I think they made a lot of. I I think they they killed free agency this year. <clears throat> um, yeah, AJ Green. Um, I remember at, at one time I was hoping the Packers might draft him or uh, sign him, but um, uh, yeah, I 
I don't understand why J.J. Watt decided to sign with the Cardinals. The Cardinals do look scary. I don't think they can win a Super Bowl. I like it. I, you know what? It's uh, now. Now wait, 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 wait. Are you saying that because that would mean eliminating the Packers? No, th- this has nothing to do with the Packers. Right. This has everything to do with the Cardinals. Um, the, the the there's no doubt the players are talented and Super Bowl caliber. I think the team as a whole um, just is not. Especially with you know, all but where's these, their weakness? That where's their weakness? I think Kyler is too short. I don't think he's too short. That, I think that's going to be the I story think, of the rest of his career. But. I think he's too inaccurate. That's my that's my that only too. problem with Kyler Murray. I think, and I, Danny, I think we've had this conversation. You can agree with me. I think he's trying to patent the off the back foot throw, and I think that is a terrible patent to go for. Well, he's trying to do the Russell Wilson. No, no, because Russell Wilson doesn't throw off his back foot like the way that. Well, Kyle like Murray Roethlisberger, does. you know, like has, stays in the pocket until he's almost on his way down. And Roethlisberger six. That, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like that, that, was, that is not yeah, a road you know, want to go down to. And if you're you know five what? seven, that's my point. I think you know what? I don't think it's afraid to be treated like a Lamar Jackson. I don't. I. I mean, yeah. If you're a running back with a quarterback position at. I mean, Lamar Jackson made the playoffs last year, regardless of what his stats look. That's, and that's kind of my point that goes with that. But, I mean, he didn't have the wide receivers. That, that, that was going to be my question to you. Yeah. Is that like, he, with didn't have, guy, he had to run more because the quarterback has to run when he's got no one to throw to. But I mean, Kyler Murray has a D hop. Now he's got now he's got more to do. He, 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 he has a D hop. Who else does he got? AJ Green. No, no. Now he's got Christian who, who, Kirk. Who did he have? Christian Kirk. He, see, he he, he was had, injured he a lot last year, and then when he came he in, a Hall of Famer. I don't know why he didn't throw more to Fitzgerald. I will give you that. And you know what's funny is um, I Larry Fitzgerald was never comfortable with the slot until he played for BA, and BA told him he was like, "Bro, you're getting older. You know it is. What, let me give you quick separation." Catches, and I think that's what Larry Fitzgerald is uh, contemplating now. I mean, let's be honest about it. Um, he is slow. He's a very slow wide receiver, but his hands are unmatchable. One of yeah. the best. I think he's. I think he's having trouble getting separation from the cornerbacks. I think that is his main problem: is separation. And I'm. He is almost forty. He's 35 or 37. Well, Danny, I thought what do he you was got? 38. I, I believe he's getting close to 38. Close to at least. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, no, close. I believe it. What do you got, Danny? One second. All right, so. Uh, uh, no, Danny's going to look it up right now. It's okay. Hey, we look stuff up. We don't have to know everything. It's all good. While we talk about that, let's go in and um, we'll talk about the uh, signing that the uh, Cardinals got. They went ahead and signed the kicker. I love this move because I personally, I watch Cardinals games. I live here. This is all the games I get. Matt Prater is a great kicker in my opinion. He had an off year. But I think he played very well, and I think he is a very big upgrade for the Cardinals um, via V uh, Zane Gonzalez. Uh, Max, you've you've have to face 
Matt Prater before. Yeah. He's got you a couple times, right? Yeah, Matt Prater's a fantastic I I I I do not like that man. Yeah. He's a very good kicker. I love it. I love it. You don't like yeah. him because he's a good because kicker. Because he's a good kicker. I love exactly. it. And that's my point. You know what I'm saying? That being a Packers fan, going against the Detroit Lions kicker, they went ahead and handled business sometimes against you guys. And I think I know I'm we've watched some um Cardinals games together. Zane Gonzalez, he just I mean, he's just very inaccurate. He's just very inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah, he, he is. He he um yeah, that's the story. He's inconsistent. That's yeah. that's what it is. So I mean, yeah, he can make those 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 long kicks. He can he can bury those those kicks. But he, he, if you're not consistent, you're, doesn't matter. Like, you're it, not it, anything. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, Bottom you can, line, it costs us at least two games. At the very least, two games. I'm, no, I'm, I'm gonna say three. No, that's what I'm saying. Very least, because other games, like you could tell, like I'm there, there gonna was, say three. Hey man, we could talk about hypotheticals ah. all day, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into hypotheticals all day, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, and uh, if you guys didn't uh, weren't able to catch that, we are of course talking about the new center for the uh, Arizona Cardinals, uh, bro, from the Oakland Raiders. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What Larry Fitzgerald's age? Thirty-seven. He is thirty-seven. Oh wow. Oh, you, uh, you were right. just gonna gloss right over that, huh? I was. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know why you glossed right over. Yeah, so Larry Fisher of 37. I think the only issue he has is a uh, getting separation from the cornerbacks. I think that's why he's still mulling retirement. He comes back. I think yes. Yes or no, uh Max. I think yes. Danny, yes. Yes, he's come back. All right, move forward. All right. And uh coming on new player, uh, Rodney Hudson coming to the valley. You know, very happy to be here. He was uh uh, asked a lot of questions about, you know, what his future could have been entailed, you know, with this and that. And as a true professional, you know, he didn't badmouth anybody. He didn't uh, he didn't bitch about the situation because he knew this is a business. You didn't have a no trade clause. You know, you weren't able to hit the open market. But he is actually genuinely happy to be here. And I, I, I could tell that from, like, the way he talks, you know, his his demeanor, his professionalism, and the fact that he is a winner. Like, he, he wants to be the best, and he has proven time and time again he'll be one of the best centers. I believe with this upgrade, Kyler Murray just got a gigantic step forward. I totally agree. I And one thing we were kind of talking about earlier is uh, Kyler Murray's size. Um, I honestly think somebody with that size, I think he gets a lot more time. And I think he's going to be a lot more accurate this season. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, yeah, that's that's one thing he he, he didn't have was was – was time he was he you know he had to scramble a lot and he could create time um but uh but yeah i think with a solid center he's gonna be a lot better solid center great leader you know obviously well not only just presence. a solid center they were able to go ahead and uh keep dj humphreys who yep. you got going on and uh let's be honest about it another move that the cardinals were able to keep is uh, i believe his name is kelvin beecham mm. they were able to re-sign him and keep him on the offensive uh line Good, good move. Which is a, I think it was a great move. You know what I'm saying? That is somebody that they want to have. That is somebody they want to keep going on the Cardinals side. And somebody's proven himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, if he's been here, I mean, last year he had a good season. He tried to keep it going. What was going is, um, yeah, I think it was the center position, Mason Cole. In my personal opinion, I love Mason Cole. I just think he, uh, I mean, he was a rookie two years ago. They kind of threw him in a 
bunch of different positions last year from right tackle to left tackle like, to center. I, I think he played all the positions. In, and on and the you know what? Line, it's like, just kind of hard to do that, you know? So It, it was strange, a shit situation, but, it, but I mean, that was one of the weaknesses, though. Even though, like, no one is going to question his heart. It's pretty much and what I'm And that's my point. At. I'm not saying he's that, like, but you know what? He's, I mean... He's obviously not a starting center. Yeah, that, that's and, what it yeah, is. But you know what, though? he, I, I think he is a great backup. And if the Cardinals release him, yeah, no, the Eagles would love to have him in the second. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to try everything. To, yeah, yeah, you try them, him. You know, yeah, yeah, you better. There's, like, backups, especially in important positions like center, where there's one center in the game. Yeah. They are so coveted. Backups are so coveted, and, like, people don't, you know, tend to take it for granted because everyone looks at the starter. But no, like with with this position, Ronnie Hudson, I definitely believe he's gonna bring a lot to this team, and you know, get one step closer to that elevation that we need. Um, and uh, as far as Kyle Murray goes, who better to learn from than uh, Ronnie Hudson right now? Yeah, somebody who's been in the league, somebody who's uh, been through it, and you know what's funny is uh this is could, could be said for him somebody who in his early days in the NFL um wasn't too good he was giving up a lot of sacks as an offensive tackle he was center um he was giving up a lot of sacks he was giving up a lot of pressures he wasn't really um producing the way he has been producing i want to say in the last 2 to 3 years that's the i mean no, if anybody was to understand what Kyler Murray is going through, it's somebody who um, is starting to produce late in his career. Side note, Corey Lindsley, center, just got signed by the Chargers to the highest um, paid center in the NFL. Yeah, I know. That's what's funny about it is uh, he, I think he used to suck. He used to yeah. – nah, he didn't suck, but he, he was He not, wasn't good. He was not good. He wasn't. And that's what's funny about the whole situation. I believe that was the Cardinals' first option, and they were willing to pay him big bucks. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of talk, but even though they were willing, it, it, it here's where it comes to, like, maybe not able to because – I, I believe we have about half a million left in cap space of what we can do. You know, not a lot of wiggle room there. Uh, I know you're going to get some more once you start waving people, you know, as the draft starts coming coming around. But I, I, I don't think even if he wanted, like if Arizona was the first choice, we would have been able to even come close to what other teams were going to be able to offer. And th- and that's what a lot of people don't understand is, um, is that, you know, teams – don't, just don't have the money to pay the player, and it just and it doesn't mean that you got a bad uh, general manager. It just means that you know the money's occupied elsewhere. Exactly. You know, and, you know, if money was if if it was just took money to get everything, then well, let's be honest about it. Sometimes that goes on players too, who are willing to, uh, I mean, restructures. This exactly. Year. I have so much yeah. respect for the restructured. Right, I, I have so much, players, so much yeah. respect for players who are willing to take the restructure and like, um, yeah, stretch it out. I mean, they may get paid more than you know, gods, but at at least that's what they're used to, and then they're taking the the hit. So, you know, I, I we're not here you, to you question. can't respect you, you. You have to respect. And them. let's be honest, we're not here to question the morality of uh, people's contracts or you know whoever get whatever. That's what they get paid. We're just here to discuss what they get paid. You know what I'm saying? And right. um, I honestly think, you know, since they're getting paid that, there is uh, 
people who go ahead and take that restructure so their teams can have more to sign players more. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I, they, they, um, hats off to them. Like uh, we talked about this last week, uh, Tom Brady and uh, Patrick Mahomes, they both mm. know that they need to keep a line and, you know, receive line, but whatever it is. Tom Brady, uh, I think he freed up 19 and Mahomes freed up 17. And I'm hoping Aaron Rodgers will follow suit and do the same. One, uh, but that doesn't always have to. Do, it, 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 it can do with random the player. question. It, yeah. Random question. Yes or no? Uh, you can't get into it. Does uh, Aaron Rodgers finish his career as a Packer? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead and uh, we're staying with the Cardinals after the Kel- uh, Kelvin Beecham sign. Matt Prater sign, uh, Rodney Hudson sign, right? Uh, Rodney, Rodney Hudson came, yeah, Rodney. came in. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Dudson. I, be, I bet people called him Dudson. Yeah, that was this one guy. Yeah, that was me. That was me. I did it. That was me. <laughs> All right. No, I mean, it's a, good, uh, it's a good insult. Hey, Dudson. You know, like, you're a dud. All right. Well, I guess we'll never have him on the show. <laughs> I guess that I guess that's how. That After works. he spoke so highly of us, and ah, man. bro, he tagged us. He tagged us <laughs> in Twitter, man. Thank you for that. Thank you, Max. He's a Packer Ro- fan. Rodney Hudson, I deeply please excuse apologize. him. Yeah, he, he's not I a good man. I sincerely apologize. I, and, uh, uh, Danny, uh, any other big names in there? Um, we I, we got plenty of time, ladies and gentlemen. If you're still listening, who who else is out there? Any big names that were signed? Let's see right here. Uh, out of out of the teams that were signed, oh, you talking about teams signed or te- players available? Maybe you know what? Let's go ahead and because uh, we something. got p- players available right here. These are the free agents. You uh, you've addressed a lot of issues. Let's be honest about it. Um, I right, well, 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 no, First names? of all, first of all, the kicker um, issue grade A to F. Any anything other than what we had, I think would have been an improvement. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and Matt Prater. What do you give Matt Prater? I'm, you know what? I just, I'm a, by default, give it an A because like how much more can. All right. All right. All right. By default, by default, by default, because uh, really like right, th- right, that right. disappointment after last year. And I'm no, I'm not going to gloss over this because Cliff took a lot of shit last year where a kick or two could have changed our record or kick or two, uh, a kick or two could have changed whether or not we made the playoffs. And you know what? Zane just wasn't the guy. And I know we already talked about this, but yeah. So anything other than that, I, I will take this A. AJ Green. A. Yes. Kelvin Beecham resign. I'll give it an A. I like it. Keep this, keep this uh O line strong. Keep it familiar to Kyle Murray. I like it. JJ Watt. What's above A plus? Ah, like, what the hell? I like it. Absolutely love it. Especially the structuring of the contract. I love it. All right. Um, Cardinals record at the end of the season. 13 and 3. Oh. Whoa. And if we have that extra game. 14 and 3. Whoa. That bold, sir. Holy Damn! Yeah, that's wow. All right, ladies. This upgraded. Oh, this just it right here. This upgraded O line, upgraded receivers. 
a quarterback with an extra year of experience, an extra offseason to get to know plays and structures of the NFL, I'm going to call it an upgrade at quarterback. Upgraded defensive line, both with players coming back from injury and this new signings. A linebacker core that is just nothing but promise. And with just those guys right there, I don't think we even need to worry about the corners right now. If you get that, if you are good enough to escape that line, that core, to get deep enough for the corner to be a factor on you, but I'm going to go ahead and say that that is 100% that we're good on that. I disagree. Wow. I disagree. That is terrible. Are you going to sit there and tell me? That you don't need another cornerback. Sit there. No, nope, 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 nope. Right now. What, is, what define need? Need to win a Super Bowl? What what, what do you play football for? Exactly. That's so so that's what I'm saying. Like I need, I don't think I need a cornerback for that. You don't need a cornerback to win a Super Bowl. Not with the the with, with the front. You are Super Bowl ready. Are you sure? You're you're you can su- always add. Are you Super Bowl ready today? Yes. Today? Yes, right now. Yes. Lock it in. Uh, I don't know. I'll take it. All right. I'll take <laughs> it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, apparently he wasn't able to find a lock-in episode from last week. I've been through a lot last week. I don't yeah. know if you know, but. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, Max. Any final thoughts on the Packers? Yeah, the uh, again, I love the Aaron Jones signing. Um, he was a big part of our offense, and uh, y- you know he he because he was not just a, uh, a running back, but a passing back, uh, pass catching back rather. Um, and uh, I really hope we make. Uh, uh, we, we we sign another uh, number one uh, corner to go along with Jair Alexander. We have, uh, um, you know, he he's developed into, uh, I would say a top a top five top top five corner, uh, Jair Alexander. I actually like that guy. Yeah, he's actually he's he's pretty fucking solid. Yeah, um, and uh, there's there's one name or there's a couple names that have been. Uh, uh, thrown out there, um, just based on uh, connections with uh, our new D uh, D line coach, uh, the old Rams D line coach. Uh, his name is escaping me, um, uh, but uh, it was the Rams, uh, the Rams cornerback, uh, whose name is also Cam Akers. Was it Akers? Drawing a blank. Drawing a blank. This has never happened before. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think the Packers uh, really need to sign a corner. But you know the, the their history is is not does not indicate that it'll happen. That it will happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean they they do have to get under the cap space. Um, I think if Aaron Rodgers restructures his contract, that'll do it. Um, and uh, it's 
it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't mean that Rodgers isn't willing to do it. And that's one thing I've learned. Um, you know, it, it has to do with a lot of things. Uh, Record. They, they, they might, right, and they might not even offer it. So, um, Record for the Packers at the end of the season. See that this is where you threw me off. Record uh, for the Packers at the. It end can of change the season, next week. Bro. No, 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 not you. Danny threw me off because uh, of his uh, his call the the thirteen and three. Oh, uh, I think the Packers are going to go fourteen and three. I like it. So seventeen games, fourteen and three. If we don't have the seventeenth game, thirteen and three. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, thank you, Eagles. Anthony Harris, Jalen Hurts. I mean, we have a front seven. We went ahead and released Malik Jackson. He's gone. Alshon Jeffrey's gone. Deshaun Jackson, gone. Um, I like the makeup wide receiver core that we have, but I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be tough to win that division, especially with what's going on in uh, New York, to be honest with you. What's going on with the Giants? I think uh, Danny Dimes is getting enough help to prove that he can do something. I mean, we'll see what's going on with that. I'm really not worried about anybody else. I think the Giants, uh, I think the uh, Washington football team spent a lot of money on a lot of good people, and they have nothing to show for it. I don't think their quarterback is going to do anything worth talking about. So that's what I got. I think Eagles never bet against my team. We will definitely make the playoffs. Um, might be wild card. To be honest with you, I don't know if we'll win that the division record Let's ten see. and seven, ten and seven. Okay, seventeen games. Ten and seven. Ten and seven. Ten and if there is, is it 16? sixteen, ten and six. All right, taking off the loss column. Okay, ten and six. Okay, definitely. I think. I think. Um. I think we'll handle it, but uh, I think our division is uh, going to be interesting. Um, you know what? I Jalen Hurts, man. I believe in you, bro. I really do. I, I think uh, with, I like that. I think with a uh, with a healthy line, I think Carson Wentz would do too. But um, his mind hasn't been rattled as yours, and I think you can stay with poise, confidence, and uh, yeah, no playoffs. Jalen Hurts. All right. Uh, just uh, la- just last minute thoughts. I don't want to get uh, get you guys on. What do you guys think about uh, Chicago signing? Uh, uh, what's his face? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. They replaced Mitch Trubisky with Andy Dalton. I love all of the NFC North quarterbacks. I- <laughs> <laughs> hey, I. There you go. I think there you go right there. I literally think that speaks volume for everything that's going on. I mean, he's a pa- he's diehard Packard. Right. I think everything that's going on. And, and I want to also make a correction. Cam Akers is a fucking running back. And oh, you were talking about the uh, the the uh, Rams ex-running back. Right, right. No, I meant the Rams cornerback. But when I said Cam Akers, I was that's what, that's the uh, yeah. what are you talking about Jalen Ramsey or no? Marcus I was Cooper? talking about uh, Jordan Fuller. He's a safety. Ah, okay, safety. Okay, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, Akers to Fuller. There. Uh, that's where the confusion. <laughs> All right. So my other question I had, I don't know, and I want to ask Lucy. I forgot after before he left. 
But uh, Hassan Reddick to the Panthers. Oh. There was a lot of stuff we wanted to ask him. How come that was like one of the... Okay. There was a lot of stuff. <laughs> that was a very important question, I think, because of the Cardinals. We didn't know he was going to leave so fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's something I wanted to talk to him about. You know, with um, them losing uh, Luke Keekley, they really haven't been able to respond from that. So having um, Hassan Reddick fill that void... Big I, loss. I kind of think it's bullshit. I think Hassan Reddick got lucky a couple games. I mean, let's be honest about it. He really went off one game. I think he had five to six sacks. And um, that kind of was like the bulk of his season. And honestly, bro, you guys had that game in the bag. So, I mean, let's yeah, – yeah. no, no. On paper, it looks good. But I think – I, I think it's – I. I think um, he got overpaid. All right, for for what me, what was the contract? No, for 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 me, uh, it it wasn't so much that one because I know the game you're talking about. Yes, he balled out. He like that was a stat stuff for game right there, and uh, to try to wasn't it the Jets? I, I I forget who it was. I don't know who it was. I want to say this Jets. And that puts even more context on. on uh, that's kind of what I'm but going so, with. This. So yeah, it, it it is that one game and uh, coming up. But I think what definitely hurt him is the first couple of uh, the first couple of seasons that he did not produce the way that we thought in this third. Like, well, once you're no longer under contract, you're going to be free no matter what. Uh, we decided not to pick up that. Did team you want him back? Case. No, I wouldn't. I would. You wouldn't take us on. You wouldn't take us on Reddick back. I would take him back by what I mean by no is that I would not pull out the bank to get you. I would have taken him back. I would have I wanted him back if I could get you for cheap or something like that. But with this line that we have right now, bro, you would be lucky to get double-digit snaps in the game. Hey, can we be honest about it, though? The, um, the signing of Jordan Phillips is very disappointing at the moment. At the moment. At the moment. Yeah. Can we, I mean, this is another guy. That's one thing I wanted to bring up earlier with you guys. Um, I saw it coming. I don't know if you saw it coming, but, bro, this guy is good. He's played in the Super Bowl. He knows how to score. And, I mean, he plays great defense. That's what he does. Robert Alford was was brought back. And, and um, he didn't play the two first seasons. I mean, I think the first season was a... Um, was a, a ankle injury, and then the second season was a pectoral muscle. So he missed two seasons. So he was able to come back. They worked it out, whatever. He took – I. it's close to league minimum. I think he's going to ball out. I like Robert Alford, man. I think he is a great cornerback. I just – I don't understand. I, I just think he got hurt. Like, you know, if he can stay healthy, I think it's a good pick, man. Yeah, I, I, he's he's definitely shown it. And, and it's one of those things, like, we keep saying barring injury, but we can never really bar injury. That, like, that's the thing. Yeah, and that's the <laughs> point. Yeah, because that's, I mean, let's be honest about it. Isn't that what we're banking on on J.J. Watt? Yep, that's 100%. I will give you that all day. Right? Barring injury. Yep. Him and Chandler Jones are going to lead you guys. And we've seen it before. 2000, I want to say 2004 Bears, 2006 Bears. 
Yeah, that's yeah. Was it uh remember Rex Earth. Grossman? Uh, it was uh. Oh, that was Devin yeah. Hester. You know everybody. You know they led them to the Super Bowl. They didn't win. The Colts won that game. You don't remember that? I think the Bears beat the Packers in the uh, in the championship. Yeah, Devin Hester ran back the uh, the the kickoff. All right, Danny Species. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> moving on. You know it's possible. For a team to take another, you know, to take the team via just straight defense, it's yeah. happened. And I mean, you gotta, you gotta have some CBs though, man. You gotta have a defensive back, and Buda Baker can't do it by himself. Yeah, and and if you're referring to my my last comment about whether or not we need a cornerback to win, yes, super, yeah, we I have- know you believe in the front seven, but you definitely need more. And that's what I'm trying to say. Robert Alford? No, no, no. With, if, with, with with what we have, like, we have no stars is what you're getting at. Because we have players to fill the position, obviously. No, you have stars. And it's that, not DBs, though. That's well, that, that's what I mean in terms of corner. They'll fill the position. I don't, no, the position. No, no, I don't, no, I'm not saying a star. Who else you got besides Byron Murphy? We don't. That's what I'm saying. We don't have the star there. Not a star. You don't need a star. That's that, what I'm trying to say. You need a, you need a decent cornerback. That's yeah, all. Yeah, and I'm we trying. have decent cornerback. Who? We got Murphy. Okay, who else? Nah, uh, that's my point. That's my point. So what you're saying is you need to surround him with something. And I'm, and that's what I'm trying to say. It doesn't have to be a star, but you need to surround him with another cornerback or two, right? He can't do it himself. I don't think Byron Murphy and Buda Baker can do it alone. Do you agree or disagree? I'll agree to an extent in the backfield, but if you have enough pressure on the quarterback where you, that becomes irrelevant. So you think uh, if you guys signed... Two random guys. I mean, obviously they'll be NFL players. One two. random guy. No, you need you need uh, you need a well. Who's the other safety? All right, two random guys. Okay, so two random guys. You need another safety and another cornerback. You sign two other random guys. Minimum contract. They obviously they're NFL players. What's the record? I stand by what I said. All right. That because I, I did that with the cornerbacks in mind. I like it. So well, 13 you know wins. You know what? I, I I would like to see what the corner. Um, honestly, I kind of want to believe in Robert Alford. I think he's going to bring an unexpected charge to the Cardinals. I like Robert Alford with the health, you know, with the health and everything. I think he's going to do it. So I, yep. I believe in you guys. All I, right. but, but you know what, though? Um, Man, with bringing um, Matthew Stafford into this division, how do you feel about that? Before we get into the Matthew Stafford, I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, who was the player that texted, that tweeted, this is definitely an upgrade? Go ahead. Uh, uh, go ahead and quote the tweet, and I'll, I'll say the player. Because he, he, he said uh, when uh, Matt Stafford for Jared Goff, Definitely an upgrade at the position, you know, something like that. Michael Brockers, the defensive end for the uh, for the uh, uh, Rams, Rams, Los Just Angeles Rams, yeah. Los Angeles Rams. Right. He's obviously been there for as yeah. He's been there for a while. 
He tweeted uh, when uh, Matthew Stafford was traded to the Rams for um, um, for Jared Goff and a plethora of picks. Yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. He was just like, oh, yeah, no, definitely an upgrade at quarterback. You know, it's great. I'd agree. He proceeded to get traded to the Lions. <laughs> like, <laughs> I believe it was like, oh, look, there's realization, folks. He just like, uh, I believe last week, right? Was it? Yeah, no. you can see Jared Goff in the in the back of the locker room, like under a lamp. Hello, I've been <laughs> I've been expecting you. <laughs> hey, hey, he shows him the uh, the the dumpster. That's your locker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so no, it's um. Let, let's be honest shit. about it. Um, next uh, random scenario. This is just random. Just out of nowhere, yes or no? Don't get into it. Um, is um Russell Wilson playing? After this season? In general or with the Seahawks? With the Seahawks. I apologize. With the Seahawks. is, is He's continuing he, his career for now. Yeah, yeah. Is he with the Seahawks after this season? If they don't make the playoffs. No. That, ah. that was, I, I know I was hesitating and trying to see because they have made him so many promises. They have told him yes. They're told we're gonna change. Don't leave us. <laughs> this is not really who I am, man. Was, but no, if they go another, like, bro, how many times was he sacked, man? How many times he was beaten time and time again with the promise that his high school sweetheart was gonna change, and become a different person? Like, no. Wow. And what if they do make the playoffs? <laughs> Uh, it, it all depends on how the if they get in with a wild card, you know, fluke or whatever. Uh, that's not going to change much because he it, he really wasn't protected. I actually, if kinda, they make a run, we'll talk. I actually kind of agree. I I think it's kind of a depending on uh, the type of run they make into the playoffs. But if they don't make the playoffs, I no, think he I, done. He, I think so. I think so. Hey, lock it in. Lock it in. Yeah, no, press the button. Yeah, see, ladies and gentlemen, he didn't find us a button last year. Uh, you know what, ladies and gentlemen? We don't need to get into this. I think that's all we got. All right. Final thought. Max? Yeah, I'd, I'd actually just like to make a correction. I said I think the Bears beat the NF, the uh, Packers in the NFC Championship, and that is incorrect. The In 2006, the Bears beat the Saints. And that is my final thought. <laughs> I love someone who's willing to correct his error. So, there you go. Uh, 2006, instead of them losing to the Packers, they beat the Saints. The Saints, that's correct. So that's a loss you can take off your record in your mind. There, you go. <laughs> ah, there we go. Uh, Max, you, we I love, love you. having you here. Uh, Danny, can you go ahead and get the final thought so I can get the final thought? Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and... Uh, Hope for the best that that the Coyotes can continue on this uh, kind of upswing that they're being on. Get on the same chemistry. This next few games are going to be vital. Very, very excited for tonight. No LeBron, no AD, but it's still LA. And this is where sportsmanship goes out the window. Knock them down. Beat them to the ground. Cut their face open. Take their shirt off. Wipe their own blood with them. Throw it at their mom. I don't even know these guys, and I'm so ready for them. Hey, LeBron, I appreciate you. You're great. You've done so much for the sport. We are going to go ahead and win the NFC East. I think we're going to compete. I think we're going to be there with the big dogs. I can't lie. The Packers, the Cardinals, 
They bring up a lot of emotions. They bring up a lot of expectations. And I just hope I can compete with those guys. I just want to be a part of this. So happy to be here. This is Sticks and Kicks. And we're happy to be here and bring you the entertainment. Goodbye.